Hey, it's Josh here. I just want to take a quick second before we get started to express our gratitude and appreciation to anyone who's listening, whether you're consuming this by download, whether you're listening on our website or following us on Instagram or TikTok, however that is, we thank you. Doing that lets us know, hey, that there's somebody out there. And as long as we're entertaining one person, then it just makes everything worth it. So on behalf of myself and everyone here at Game Rage, thank you. All right, now enjoy the show. Welcome to the Anime Syndicate Podcast. A nice little place for all of us to get together and talk freely about what we believe. So I'm your host, Frank, and I'm joined here by Josh. Hello. And Adam. Howdy. But they don't matter. I'm joking. Uh, so no, he's not. A little bit. Huh. Huh. Anyways. I mean a little facetious. Just a little feces. Feces. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you got for us today? Okay, so for today's episode, I honestly this could probably go into multiple episodes depending on how long we uh, vamp. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I would like to talk about um, anime's influence on pop culture. Hmm. Yes, this sounds like a good topic. This, this, the, yeah, no, it does. I am sports entertained right now. <laughs> All right. All right. So for the first thing I'd like to talk about is. Uh, it's influence in fashion slash cosplay. Oh, shit. My bad. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have my phone on either. <coughs> Actually, I can't because I'm on call. It's, uh, well, the other one. Well, wait. Is it goes to your cell phone, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, sorry. Go. Well, no, it's going to go to the other douchebag, but he's going to call me. Oh, all right. Okay, so. Cosplay. Yeah, uh, cosplay fashion. fashion. Yeah. Yes. So, I was going on to this, and I saw this thing talking about how, so, because anime has a lot of striking visual, visual, visuals. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, the amazing storytelling. Uh-huh. And then, come on, like, Japan has that weird sense of order, I guess you could say, that creates that unique aesthetic that anime has over, say, the cartoons does. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not that far-fetched to say that stuff would become an inspiration for stuff in fashion. Right. And so I went around looking, and yeah, there's a lot of fucking places that took inspiration from anime. Including places like, uh, where is it? Fucking Louis Vuitton, Dolce and Gabrina, uh, Jimmy Cho. You mean Dolce and Dolce, Gabbana? Yeah, yeah. Gabbana. I mispronounced it. Yeah. <coughs> well, what did, they, what did they do that was anime? They made like bags and stuff like that. Oh, so like. So they made actual fashion sense despised by, despised, um, inspired by said anime hmm. so like say uh they'll say was it in Dolce Dolce and Gabbana? yeah they did a thing with Ju- uh, Juju Kaisen hmm. uh, Louis Vuitton did this thing with Yaoi uh Yaoi Yayoi uh Kusami she was she's like a famous uh uh surreal kind of artist in Japan she's not per se anime but she's yeah. she was a huge influencer of Japanese art Dude, you want to hear something fucking crazy? Yeah. I went to a party with a girl that had uh, 
this I don't know if he does manga specifically or or anime, but the guy's name is Junji Ito, mm-hmm. and he does like a lot of horror horror related things. Wait, he was at this party? No, he wasn't at the party. Was but, but this this girl had a backpack with yeah, yeah, like. Yeah that guy's art on it which well, was crazy yeah well he's uh known for that shit let me let me, let me double yeah, check no, i know head. who i know who it is yeah. uh, there's a common joke because uh they show him and he's like all well put together and stuff and his favorite things were like cutesy animals and stuff like that and then he draws some of the most grotesque fucking like abominations from hell and shit okay yeah he is a manga a horror horror manga artist horror Horror. horror, horror. I don't want to say horror. I don't want it to sound I was like, like a, horror. Yeah, I was making a. What was it? Whose line is it anyway? Joke. Mm. But they couldn't say. They, he said it wrong. So he goes horror, 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 um, horror. Oh yeah, there's a running joke with him where he's like, yeah, he's always well kept. He has his favorite things in life are cute animals, and he draws these like Night- nightmarish creatures. Nightmare fuel, dude. Yeah, damn. There's no and other then, way. And then they show um, Miyazaki. He's fucking looking decrepit and disheveled. He fucking has some of the saddest quotes out there, and he makes some of the cutest fucking animes out there. Yeah, it's all everything's all bubbly and colorful <laughs> and happy. Damn. Yeah. So anyway, and then uh, so Jimmy Cho mm-hmm. did this whole thing with Sailor Moon. I can't remember, uh, Ballman. Fuck man, Sailor Moon. That's one that's fucking been around forever, dude. Mm-hmm. Since like what the eighties, Sailor Moon's been around. I mean, Jesus I don't know. Christ, that was like I, one of the first animes I saw. I, yeah, I think that was probably one of the first ones I ever saw too. Like on, ironically, on the Spanish channel in Spanish. Like, I think I saw probably. it. Oh, I, no, it was on. It was on. It was, it on, was on TV. Right. It was yeah. on UPN. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do remember seeing it on the Spanish channel, and it, it being just weird. But I mean, hey, Sailor Moon. Yep. You know. But anyways, Jimmy Cho did Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Like bags or like? Um, he did bags, I believe. Um, so, so well, I'm just saying. Like my whole thing is, do you think that these big brands are tapping into this because it is a source of new inspiration of designs that they could have come up with their own, or is this them trying to get influence into a new market that was until now? That untapped? the second one. The second one. Yeah, I definitely think probably the second one is they're trying to take advantage of... Uh, one of the things that I think I've seen is that anime fans in general are... They are a loyal, rabid fan base. So yes. if you cater to them and you make them feel like, oh, they're making things for me. I feel like it's now just part of mainstream culture at this point. Whereas like yeah. wrestling and anime for a long time were seen as... Uh, the outliers or whatever. Like a niche community yeah, yeah. or a niche uh, thing that... I, don't, I, I want to say it was somewhat like frowned upon a little bit. Yeah, but now it's like it, that's all gone. Now it's just everybody loves fucking Dragon Ball Z, My Hero Academia, uh, Attack on Titan, and all that shit. So for the second answer, you or the for the second option you gave us, I think it's definitely fashion designers thinking, well, we got to make some money off to <laughs> off of this uh, off of these brands. Like we got to get the license for this, and we got to sell this shit because yeah. I mean they could obviously do clothing all the time like yeah whenever whenever they want but to tap into an entirely different brand of uh or rather to tap it into an entirely different demographic uh that they might have not had otherwise is kind of genius because it's like okay cool louis vuitton is gonna have my hero academia bags and shit all right i'm gonna put it out there people buy it all right cool maybe we've now enticed them to purchase 
Louis Vuitton bags now. Like. Right. So I don't know. Well, I th- yeah. Also, I, I think too with like okay, anime fans, right? They are they are people that will spend ridiculous amounts of money on anime related merchandise. Yes. I mean, you look at the little figurines, the statue, the wall scrolls, the wall. I mean, shit like that is fucking expensive, especially those fucking figurines, Gundams, like we saw the other day and shit, fucking insanely priced. So if you take that shit that they love and put it on a Louis Vuitton bag, which are also insanely expensive, then you can say, oh shit, here we go. Now we're going to get them to come buy our shit that's got the stuff they love on it, but they're going to pay the exorbitant prices. And yeah, maybe luxury items have kind of lost a little bit of their swagger, I guess, in in terms of the normal person wanting to buy a Louis bag or like a, you know. I, mean, like I don't a, think that's gone away. I, I think chicks still want to buy a Louis Vuitton <coughs> maybe, bags. Maybe, maybe the proper phrase is gone well, I don't know. No, I, don't think it's, it's, I shouldn't say it's gone away, but it's. Like I think it's stale? fallen. It's yeah, stale. It's, it's stale. It's fallen we, out of favor. I feel. I like. won't say it's fallen. Like again, I get what you're trying to say. It's not that it's falling out of favor because it's still a, a status symbol to have a Louis Vuitton bag or a Gucci bag. Yeah. I think all this is is just them saying, "Okay, we got the A crowd, the ones that you know, the normal people now, but there's all these people. We need to get. We need to tap into that money too. Yeah. So I don't think it's." That one is losing favor over another. I just think this is them trying to say, no, we're going to go into this as well. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think that their sales probably have taken a hit, and that's the whole reason why they're doing it. I mean, obviously, COVID and everything well, this impacted wasn't a, them. This People, no, I know it's not new, but I'm just saying, like, I think that now over the last, I mean, when did, how, how long has this really been? Have they been doing this? Like, in the terms only, of these big brands making, like, well, the stuff. earliest one is that Yaoi Kasumi girl uh-huh. with Louis Vuitton. They started working with her in the 80s. Oh, in the 80s, huh? Yeah. Louis Vuitton did? Yeah. Hmm. No, they started working with her, but they right. never did anything with anime, her. Anime, like, really? No, no, she's not anime. She's just an uh, art icon in Japan. Right, right, Oh, I see. Yeah, but yeah, she, yeah. Um, they did things with her, but never did anything. Like so, a, yeah. Like a, like a product yeah, yeah. line? They just did, like, symbols and shit with her. Oh, okay. Because oh, right. she has a very unique style when it comes to that. <clears throat> it's only now that they're trying to work out with, like... I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like, I, I, haven't, I didn't see anything that was, like, clothing line or anything like that. It was just, like artwork that was being done, displayed on their stores and shit. Okay. Alright. Hmm. So, well, anyway, so when did they start actually doing anime Dude, related you, shit? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you said it back then. In the 80s? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because again, this is a hot take, but one that I can back up mm-hmm. is one of the things I wanted to say was that Akira <laughs> okay. played a vital role in the in the popularization of cyberpunk. Yes. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. I don't, I don't know if that's, that's necessarily a hot take. I think that's a fact. Yeah. I'm saying, and so what I'm saying, and then you see that shit everywhere. The oh, yeah. bike slide, dude. The bike slide yep. is like yeah. the most iconic thing. In oh, life. yeah. I mean, I don't know if you ever seen the music video for Stronger by Kanye West. It's 100% just scenes from the movie mm. that he just redid, redid in live action. Mm. Hmm. That's uh, pretty cool. I have to watch that. Yeah, he's a huge, he's a huge anime fan. Like, I don't know if you ever saw that that post that picture of him and uh, Elon Musk, and they're both wearing fucking neon jeans, just shirts, pants, and shoes. <laughs> no, yeah. But anyway, like I was trying to say here. <coughs> so again, going into that whole thing, well, um, which I thought was pretty cool was uh, Gucci was doing something with Doraemon right now. Mm-hmm. Do- Doraemon, yeah. And uh, I just through that I found out that. That was their. That's this year's subject. Last year's subject was uh, 
Studio Ghibli, and they did one for they did shit with um, for My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, that's cool. Would they make like purses or? Shit I don't know. Like I didn't look into it. I just saw that they that they did that shit. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. That is pretty cool. And and I guess too, if you look at okay, like uh, I don't know that store, a uh, box lunch or whatever, right? They uh-huh. they have a lot of shit that's okay, like the Totoro thing. I've seen. Oh yeah, there's like a sh- a purse that sh- or a backpack yeah. that's shaped and it's him, right? And so. It's it, but it's like a, I forget what the brands are, but they're like they're decently high end brands. So, you know, them trying to tap into that market, I think, is smart because yeah, you're gonna make more money, and the people who buy that kind of stuff, they're gonna they're gonna buy it. They're gonna spend the money. That's they, their expendable income, you know. And if they do it like Fortnite, oh shit, where they let's say you can only buy this bag for. Mm-hmm. For the limited 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 amount of time they well, have yeah, to only, license, they only do it for a year. Yeah, a year. Like if they only do it for a year, and it's like okay, no more That's after it. this. The price goes up for all the ones that. If you want to buy them secondhand, yeah. If you want to buy them secondhand, and then it's like, all right, next thing, let's go to what you were saying. The uh, what was the Doraemon or whatever? No, the other one you were saying that it was happening after Doraemon. Oh uh, no, that was the one, and then before, the one before was before was Studio Ghibli. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> So then they move. They just move on to the next thing. And yeah, they're, they're like because they're, like, they're creating their own buzz about it, saying, "Oh, yeah. you got to get it while it's here now." And false, false like scarcity. I guess you could. Yeah. Say. Well, unbeknownst, like unbeknownst, but unsurprising, like even uh, newer fashion companies are. I guess that they would make the more sense because they're being made by a new, newer generation for the sense. Yeah. Especially like um, I don't know if you heard of Supreme. Oh yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, they they did stuff with um, other animes too. I don't fucking get that. I don't get Supreme at all. Like, I don't understand it. Maybe it's, this is my old man fucking uh, take or whatever on it. But I, uh, I've i seen people outside the store. There's one in West Hollywood. And it is, it like, it had just opened up, like, a, I don't know, six months ago, maybe. And, dude, there were, there were line. The line was thousands of people long to, to just go in there. The store is, like, tiny. And they don't have that much stuff. It's It's, like, they have a rack of jackets. They have a, a rack of shirts, and then they have like a skateboard wall with like a couple skateboards with their logos on it, and everything in there is like fucking four hundred dollars, like minimum. You want to buy a t-shirt? It's like three hundred dollars. I think it's just the bragging rights of owning something that like uh, spoken like a couple people with absolutely no riz. Oh, yeah. or money. I mean, yeah, you know, no, I mean, no riz, no money, yeah. no drip, no, no nothing, drip. Yeah, nothing. I have no drip. Yeah, man. Yeah, but like, dude, <laughs> would you really want to spend four hundred dollars on a fucking shirt? No, I, I wouldn't. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I don't understand why it's like. And then, and then okay. So I saw this thing about somebody said saying this thing. Man, I don't want to spend forty dollars on a fucking tank top from Supreme. What kind of bullshit is that? Like, so like redneck people. Hey, man, we got some Carhartt uh, shirts for one hundred fifty. Give me three. <laughs> Give me three. <laughs> well, that's redneck drip. That's what that is. But no, now it's fucking hipster drip. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's both, I guess. But I, but like I said, to have just a shirt that has a block that just says the word Supreme on it, is that is that fucking cool? Is that worth it? I mean, I guess it's, mini- I, it's, it's minimalistic or whatever. That minimalistic. Word is. Yeah. I don't know, man. To me, a shirt like a, like an anime, like a Dragon Ball Z shirt, like those ones you were showing me earlier on uh, what the fuck was that? They're like oh, these, those acid wash ones. Yeah, they're like acid wash, and they had this one where it was it was trunks on the front, and they're doing the they're doing the little the, thing, and yeah. then Gohan's on the back doing the other thing, yeah. and it was like I'm like, oh dude, that shirt was like yeah, that shirt. I think that shirt was thirty five dollars. I'd pay thirty five dollars for that fucking shirt because that was a cool shirt. If if you wanted me to pay one hundred and ten for the one that just said the word Supreme on it, that's not a good. That's that's dumb. I, I don't know who's. 
Well, obviously, there's a lot of people doing that. The but... only one I would actually buy is DeAndre the, <laughs> DeAndre the Giant Face. Oh, Bay. Supreme. Bill yeah. Bay. Yeah. Is that Supreme that does that? No. Well, it's, I, it's it's free use. I think it's like there's no one that owns the copyright to that. Oh, really? For Obey? No, I think for there his, is though, for the it? whole silhouette thing of his. There was somebody that owned it, but now it's like open to the public. Oh, it's like it's like a open. What do they call it? Domain? Uh, yeah, public domain or public something. Domain, yeah, because it was a graffiti thing that people were yeah. that some guy, some graffiti artist was doing, and that's how it got started, right? And yeah. then they turned it into a clothing company or some shit. Yeah, but anyways, well, anyways what do you got? Well, that was it. That was all. Oh, talk about on the for, on the on the, for the fashion for its effect on fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, could could I could I interject? Because uh, there's so there's like a musical artist that. Is very much fucking into anime. Like uh-huh. everything he uh, does. Hold on. Is, is that, did you have a musical artist I section? I think I had a musical. All right, section. we'll save it for we'll that. Save it for that. I, I want to make sure I did before we do it. All right. Well, no, was, I did not. Oh, I, did, did. I didn't. That was the one I haven't started yet. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then go go for it then. All right. Let's yeah. So there's this guy named Thundercat. Plays bass. Like really good. Uh huh. Really awesome artist. A lot of funky type of music and shit. What was but the name? Th- Sorry. Uh, Thundercat. Okay. Oh. Like literally named oh. after, huh? He's a Thundercat talent. Oh, oh yeah, Thundercats. Ho! Yeah, literally named after the fucking the cartoon, show, the cartoon series, That's or whatever. Legit. But uh, the motherfucker has like in public, he'll wear like the neon Genesis, like uh, what do they call it? The hair, the the thing that holds your hair in place as a girl, like the headband. Uh huh. Okay, so you know, like the you know the neon Genesis, huh? Scratchy. No, it's like the, a it's the, like a thing that goes on your head, right? Yeah. Oh, like, like a headband. The, like well, uh, to, to keep your hair back. Yeah. Uh, it's called a headband. Yeah. Yeah. So, Thundercat wears like the neon gen. You know the thing that Ray wear, wears, like oh, the, the yeah, little yeah, triangle yeah. ear yeah. things. Yeah, he actually wears that, and the motherfucker has like Sonic bling, like and <laughs> anime T-shirts, like Samurai Shampoo and shit, like. That's anime cool. is kind of embedded like in everything he does as far samurai as fashion. Shampoo, huh? Yeah, I love why samurai shampoo, not samurai pizza cats. Huh? I said why samurai shampoo, not samurai pizza cats? I, I don't know, man. I mean, samurai shampoo is a good ass fucking anime, man. <laughs> not better than pizza cats. <laughs> not better than pizza cats. <laughs> samurai pizza cats. <laughs> no, it's way better than samurai pizza cats. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not saying Samurai Pizza Cats is bad. I'm just saying. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just trying to create drama. <laughs> yeah, so uh, something like that, dude. That That has become a thing now where people are like, fuck yeah, Thundercat. He He's a cool motherfucker because he's repping all this like anime shit. And he, I think he is trying to emulate like anime characters. As I said before, he has the Ray headband with the triangle. Yeah. The triangle like ears or whatever that help with whatever the fuck in the... The uh, the Ava's it was just to make it look like a cat girl. Don't, don't, don't say it was to help or anything. It was just to make it look like. A cat girl. Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. Those Whatever. Fucking weird Japanese yeah. people. <laughs> I, I'm sure they would appreciate that, Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they're not Belgium, so I don't give a fuck. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Ain't nobody, no, you know what? Hold on. There's one guy in Japan that listens to us. All right. One guy. There's one guy, and he's then gonna he stop. Com- he he can, just unsubscribed right now. When he, he said can that. comment and prove me wrong. <laughs> That's true. I just would I'm like sorry, to throw. I'm sorry. Who's raise your hand if your country has used girl panties for sale on a vending machine? Well, he's raising his hand right now. For sure, <laughs> well, they do. He's have raising that. something. <laughs> he is at full mass. Blocked right now. and unfollowed. <laughs> Good. He wasn't. He wasn't even following us, anyways. <laughs> That's true. Nobody's following us. <laughs> well, whatever. As long as they still listen, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. At the end, Adam, when you said something earlier about uh, anime not being accepted or being on the like, you know, fringe or basically just was. even being like negative, it was like it was. Right, that's what I'm saying. I have a story about that. Like, I'll, I'll save it for the end when you're done when we're done with this tangent. But, um, yeah, yeah. But it's it's fucking it's 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 a dumb story, but I think it's kind of funny. But 
anyways, just remind me at the end to say it. Uh, all right. So anyway, so back to pop culture and yeah, anime. So probably one of the things that has been the most influenced by anime would have to be the video game industry. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Especially since, you know, the majority of our video games are now based off of Japanese style. Ugh, I can't say that word. What is the word? Uh, Japanese. The way they operate. Their, their modus operandi? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. Anyway, so one of the things that's found is like the three M's. Okay. Mecha, magic, and monsters. Hmm, yeah. All have been have been a part of the anime storyline since way before, before even video games were out. Except for maybe Mecha. I think Gundams were the first one. Now, oh no, Escaflowne was way older than that. So anyway, uh, and all three of them are also now hallmarks, hallmarks, hallmarks. Hey, how, hallmarks. Yeah, I know. But it's just it's a weird word, it's a weird word to say, especially with the Hallmark Channel and the fucking card shit. Yeah, Hallmark. Yeah. What does the hall have to do with like Marks. saying something that's notable? Because like, it's so good, you put it on the hall. Oh, a Hallmark. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. Because, <laughs> you, yeah, whatever. All right, well. I, I was just making that up. I don't know if that's actually oh, the true fact. Oh, shit. It, it might be. Like, it might be legitimate <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying those three M's are now part of, they're an established part of modern gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at the first, one of the first RPGs out there was Final Fantasy. Square Enix, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is a Japanese company, and the whole animation well, of magic. I mean, shit. shit. Well, the, the, I think uh, Final Fantasy is definitely heavily influenced by oh, anime in general. I mean, obviously, it's it's from Japan, so. Right. Uh, one guy that I, I found that he he even him himself even said that he owes a huge debt to anime for being an inspiration to him for making his video games. Um, Hideo Kojima. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Mr. fucking Metal Gear Mr. himself. <laughs> Mr. Metal Gear. Damn. Yeah. What influence? It's funny, though. Did, did, well, it's funny. The majority of influences for, like, the storytelling and stuff like that, because the majority of his influence for Metal Gear came from Western culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Escape from New <coughs> Escape, Escape from, from New York. York. Yeah. Well, that's well, why, I that's why to, his name was, is Snake Snakes, Yeah, yeah. Well, here's what I'm about to say right here, too. A snake was designed... <laughs> With the body of Van Dame and the face of Christopher Walken. Who? Who? Snake. Snake? Yeah. Christopher Walken? Yeah. That is fucking wild. I don't I don't know if I believe that one. According to my research, that's what he said, but it could be wrong. I only spent like twelve seconds on this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I was trying to look it up, but like I could I couldn't find a video of him actually saying it, just clips like a picture of the video of him, like, I, I got the subtitles and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, as far as I know. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think it's probably, like, Kurt Russell was Yeah, I was going to say, that's, I feel like he looks in the face like Kurt Russell more than anything. Yeah. Especially with the hair. He has that, Snake has that feathered fucking hair. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. fucking he had in, the, in the, the Escape from New York and L.A. movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Great fucking movies, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty sweet. But then again... <laughs> What is the name of his game? Who Metal Gear? Yeah, mech. which is Metal a Gears. mech. Yeah, it's mech. It's which mecha. is one of the three M's I just said. Yeah, mecha. Yeah, and then uh, the guns of Vulcan Raven, and then of course, just look at right Raiden. Oh yeah. If you don't, if that guy doesn't scream anime protagonist, nothing does. That's true. 
He's literally a fucking cybernetic ninja. <laughs> well, now. But yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this game. It was a button masher for the sake of Master System. <laughs> it was called Fighter Black Belt. Mm, no. Um, it came. From, it was inspired by an anime called uh, Hukatu no Ken, Fist of the North Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a wildly popular manga turned anime, which... They're remaking now, right? Yeah. Something it's, like not, that, yeah. it's not going to be good. What do you mean? Remakes haven't been good lately. Hey, you never know, man. You never fucking know. Just like to hold on. Yeah. Your heart, you're already dead. <laughs> you are already dead. I mean, that's cool. I'd, li- I'd like to see it with some updated mm-hmm. animation. That might be interesting. Or maybe it'll suck. I don't know. But either way, I'm going I'm to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, so they're saying the whole thing about uh, Capcom Street Fighter. Yes. Mm. It fucking dominated the gaming industry in the early 90s. So it made sense for an anime about Ken and fucking, what's his name? Ryu. Ryu would come out. And then I guess they're saying here from what I was reading, um, it has like the highest number of adaptations, adaptations in Japan. So there's like 60 fucking animes and movies and shit like that. Damn, I, I will say, though, I think... Oh, God, I think it's Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, I think is what it is. Yeah. That one's my favorite. Fucking... I don't know why. Maybe it's because I think it was one of the first animated... Yeah, it was one of the first ones I saw. That like I movies saw. like Ninja Scroll and that were, yeah. like, I think my first two, like, animated movies. Or anime movies. Movies, yeah. And, and yeah, that one's fucking awesome. I love that. I don't know why. I still... I just love it. It's fucking so good. Yeah, it's a fucking good one. Not better than the live-action movie, though. Oh no, the one with Jean Claude Van Damme? That's the greatest. And, and Raul Julia? Uh, when Satan fell from the heavens and I caught him for, for I don't remember the line, but uh, man, when he's like, for him it was too, or what is it? It's, I, I don't remember it either, but yeah. He's, the day I visited your village was probably one of the most adventurous, exciting For me, days. oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, me, yeah, yeah, it was a Tuesday. Me, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. I mixed up that line where yeah. he's like, I held Satan as he fell from grace from the heavens. Oh man, <laughs> the speeches were so good. Yeah. Like it's like the movie sucked ass, but he delivered. Like so, so one of my favorite, one of my the best delivered jokes in that movie was the scene where they were watching the car chase on like a little fucking uh, bungalow TV, and then they can see that it's slowly coming closer to where they are. And they're like, <laughs> they're watching the TV and seeing that the car is coming closer. Yeah, and then the one dumb guy. Quick, change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I will say, man, I mean, I liked Kylie Minogue. Oh, yeah, man. It's fucking Cammy. That song, everybody knows her for the la, la, la. Yeah, yeah. La, la. I mean, everybody knows the music video for that. Copyright strike. <laughs> Just for humming the it, tune. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everybody loves that music video for obvious reasons, but Kylie Minogue is Cammy's... Uh, well, let's just say I discovered what it is to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> and then instantly when you were done, I'm not a man. No, I mean jerking off. I just mean getting a boner, dude. Like, yeah. You look down at your pants. Like, You're like, oh, what the oh, fuck oh, is going, going on? What's going on down here, man? My crotch is itching. <laughs> it's itching for a ripping. 
So <clears throat> one of the other facts of the thing uh, was Yoshinori Kanada, who was at the time one of the great animators for uh, for video games, made the jump over to uh, sorry for anime. He made the jump over to video games, and he probably made he's directed and worked on probably the most. He worked until he died <laughs> for Square Enix. Mm. And so he directed and did a lot of the the uh, CG cutscenes and storyboards for all the Final Fantasy games that he was working on. Hmm. So there's another thing for Final Fantasy to be influenced by anime. What did he do for it? What kind of anime was he involved in? Uh, that's a good question. I had a thing right here, but it's gone. Oh. Whatever. We're looking over right now. And then there's uh, uh, Satoshi Tajiri. Uh, wait, what the hell? What thing's weird? Tajiri, also anyway. a WWE wrestler. Hall anyway, of Fame. <laughs> he made a he made a game for the Game Boy Pocket called Pocket Monsters. Oh uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> Pocket that was City. based around his slightly nerdy childhood hobby of collecting <coughs> insects. Damn man, you gotta catch them all. Yeah. And then shit that turned that turned that turned into, into one of the biggest animes. The in cultural the, world. Fen- the cultural phenomenon known as Pocket Pokemon po- Pokemon. What was it on the cells versus Ash or Pokemon? Like, why are they even called Pokemon? Because they're pocket monsters. Do you put them in your pockets? No, we put them on these little balls, and then I put them on my belt. So they're ball monsters. They're belt monsters. You fight with these monsters. This is fucking dual monsters. Because <laughs> <laughs> he made the joke that is this like dual monsters? Because I really had fun with that. Get that ass band to the shadow room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, so, so it was. So, Pokemon was. It was a video game. Uh-huh. Then and it became a card game, or no. was it an anime after that? I think and it, was, then it became, I think it became an anime, then a card game. I thought it was a manga first. Probably. I mean, that. Well, wait, but it was a video game first, right? Wasn't that the first iteration of it? I don't know. Was was the I think it was a video game first. I could have sworn it was a manga. What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know enough to know what the answer to that is. So they're uh, looking it up. And maybe we'll find out what the fuck it actually is. My money's on fucking video game. Because, well, that's what I know. I know that that was a thing. And that was the first thing that I ever played of Pokemon or saw was... Yep, and... February 26, 1996 marks the debut of the Pokemon franchise in the form of both games on Game Boy. Yep. So it was a video game Oh, first. so they made the manga afterwards. Yeah. So it probably made them. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the manga after the anime. The manga after the anime. Well, when did they make the trading card game? <laughs> did that turn into... Because uh, that'd be interesting to know. I think it came out like in 97 or 98, didn't it? Because I remember it? that shit wasn't out until after the fucking yeah, like two. Trip. Yeah, that was like... Well, I don't know. I think it was two or three years. I, I don't know. Because I think the base set was like 90... Seven. Well, because ninety, he would you say ninety six was when the game came out, yeah. the first game, and then it's either ninety seven or ninety eight, which is Pokemon Red and Blue, right? That was the first, or yes, re, yeah, right. Those were the first ones, and then you have potentially it them saying, "Oh shit, man, we we got to do something with this. We got to do the manga route. We we got to we got we got to turn this into some shit. The movies. We got to make some 1996 movies. Was when the game the card one day after my birthday. <laughs> Wait, was when the trading card game came out? Yeah. So was that before or after the video games, or was it at the same time? Before it was after because it was February nineteen ninety six. Damn! So they had that shit on deck. They mm-hmm. they were they, already they knew, plotting they this. Knew. Yeah, they were like, "This is going to be huge, and we're going to sell cards." Fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, they're like yogurt from fucking spaceballs. <coughs> they're like uh, <laughs> merchandising, merchandising. 
Uh, Pokemon the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be, dude. Pokemon the flamethrower. Pokemon the toilet paper. Pokemon the fucking nose hair trimmer. <laughs> and then the anime aired April 1st, 1997. All right. So then, man, they, so because they were making all that shit at the same time then, because there's well, no way you just release it within a six months and then a well, year. Well, look at Ninja Turtles, man. That show only came out to sell the toys. They had to stop. They had to make. They had to like make filler episodes of their own for well, the new it, toys to come. Wasn't out. it the comic first? Yeah, it was a comic. It was a comic first. first. Yeah, so I literally mean? just read that in the because I actually started reading the last yeah. Ronin. Wait, no, oh, the last Ronin yeah. is so good. It was probably fucking Transformers was made a, a cartoon to sell the toys. That's probably what you're thinking of because that was strictly just toys, and then. They uh, decided that hey man we need to, we need to, we need to sell these we need to move this product so let's make it a cartoon. <clears throat> Beast Wars. And that's, yeah, and then that, and that's actually the whole reason they came up with GI Joe the cartoon as well was because they were like man our sales are tanking for some reason we need to get little boys more excited about killing things with these fake fucking dudes. Yeah, and so they they did they made the fucking show and then bada bing bada boom. GI Joe. It. He's a real American hero, you know. GI Joe is. There, I don't know the lyrics. G.I. Joe. <clears throat> Real American hero. Fighting for freedom wherever there's Cobra. trouble. Cobra. Cobra. Man, the movie, that G.I. Yeah, Joe movie that, is anime because it was animated. It's fucking so good. The G.I. Joe movie, the, the animated Cobra. movie. Cobra. It's fucking excellent. Really, really got my jollies going to Lady J and the Baroness. <laughs> Baroness. Baroness. Oh, and the Baroness in that skin tight outfit. Man. <laughs> So many, so many artists. Uh, so, the first TMNT series was canceled in 1985, mm-hmm. but that's also the year, the first year that the uh, Ninja Turtles comic book came out was in 1984. Yeah, it came out in 1984. So, and the show was canceled in 1985. So it was a year after, though. Wait, when did the comic come out? 84. Yeah, so the comic was first. It was so you saying, so yeah. saying that the the show only lasted a year? Didn't even last a year? No, I'm saying because the show was canceled in 1985. Yeah, when did it debut? That's the thing. It just keeps telling me the cancellation date, cancellation date. It, it was a comic first. It was definitely a comic book first. I mean, I know that for pretty much a fact. I read that in the fucking beginning of the intro thing. Yeah, of the of the thing of the hmm. the last Ronin. Yes, I, I I also believe it is a comic. It's got to be. That's what I read. So. Original Ninja Turtles, man, that original Ninja Turtles show was fucking so great. I, comic I book it. artists, yes, meaning that it was created yeah. by two comic book yeah, artists, yeah. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was, yeah, it was a comic. Book. Yeah, so it was a comic. This year, it just keeps telling me cancellation dates for every different series, but one time with a debut. There it is, eighty-seven. Oh shit, nineteen eighty-seven. Yes. If anybody well, was, before I was born. <laughs> anybody's. I mean, this isn't anime. At this least, is, at least, at least, what? 160 since you were born. No, that was the same year that I was born. Mm-hmm. You fucking bastard. You but wait, in, you but in 1787. <laughs> uh, comic. The comic. Uh, Oops. The recent one, the last Ronin. If anybody's curious to read it, it's about uh, all pretty much all but one Ninja Turtle surviving death. Yeah. Um, they don't say who it is initially, but it is pretty it's sweet. It's Michelangelo. 
You oh, motherfucker. What a dick, man. What a, what I was a... making that up. I don't know. I didn't read it. No, it was. It yeah, was? that's oh, who it was. Shit. A lucky guess on my part. Uh, it was a lucky guess. <laughs> Which I will say, I, I honestly didn't see it coming. I thought it was I mean, fucking... that one's the one that makes the most sense. It does, because it's like, okay... He's the one that everybody's going to be like, oh, he would be the first one to die and shit. Like, well, actually, I would say... It's because the goofy one needs to become serious. Yeah, exactly. That's the reason that they had... Mm. That's, the, that's the reason I said Leonardo and Raphael would have been two on the nose. Mm. Donatello can't hold a, can't hold a fucking attention. Uh, and fucking uh, what's his name, Leonardo? It's like he was already the leader, and he was kind of like the poised one anyway. So yeah, it's yeah. like fuck him. Well, why why do they need to develop him? Right. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. It was a good choice to go with Michelangelo, but I just I just was like when I was reading, it, I was like, oh, this has got to be fucking Leonardo. Like just some of the shit that he was saying at the beginning, and then when he's gonna fucking commit seppuku and shit, I was like, oh, it's fucking Leonardo for sure. <laughs> yeah. And he was gonna use a sword. I was like, man, how fucking how poetic. He's gonna kill himself with his own thing. And then later on, when when you find out like a couple pages later, it's who it is, and you're like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Fucking. And then you're like, damn, this dude, this dude has fucking character fucking developed a thousand percent. Yeah, because he was the goofy one. <clears throat> yeah, and now he's literally he went on a suicide mission to fucking kill the Shredder's grandson yeah. and fucking failed and then now has to you know well whatever you can read the fucking comic I mean I guess yeah look look into it it's a, it's, it's a good so one. good man and it's it's made, it's made by the original creators yeah, too so. yeah and it's fucking great and it's it's heart it's heart wrenching man it really is <laughs> like it fucking it, it gets you in the feels dude especially if you were a kid growing up and that's one of the things that this is a tangent but I just really like how that those guys took and said hey you know what we're gonna go ahead and we know that our ship was for kids right but those kids are now grown-ups well not the original comic book well yeah well okay but what i'm saying is like the tv show like the, uh, the majority of their franchise has been targeted towards children right and so I like how they were like, hey, man, like, let's fucking put something out there for those kids. Let's put an end game for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like. but let's make it like, oh, this is adult. All right. This is not fucking this is not it is not for kids. I'm telling you that right now. It is definitely not for kids. And I fucking like that. I wish they would do that with some more of the shit that well, we that's had. how the original one was too, the original comic book. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I did. I wasn't introduced to that. I was introduced to Ninja Turtles through the original television series. Wasn't it also made as a joke to Daredevil or something like that? Something like that. Or, yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what the exact thing is. But, yeah, I so th- that specifically... Yeah, because it's supposed to be the same... The ooze that made him into Ninja Turtles was the same ooze that blinded Matt Murdock. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny. But I, I, that's what I like about them doing that. And that's what I'd like to see with more of the shit from when we were kids. And honestly, this is probably the reason why I even like anime to begin with is because it's animation but it's 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 some of it's catered more towards adults as a as opposed to you know just solely cartoons or just for children right like that you know i I don't know i like that about it but anyway sorry that was a tangent but yeah go ahead go ahead yeah good oh go ahead okay so anyways i just i wish that they would do more shit like okay transformers i get it right they did the little fucking movies with shia labeouf and they fucking are continuing them but yeah like that's not adult enough. I want a hard R fucking Transformers fucking movie, yeah, all right? No. So the G.I. Joe and the Transformers combo one that's coming up, I wish they would fucking do Wait, that. They're, they're, not, they're doing a crossover? Yeah, well, they did it. So originally, they did a crossover when they were still comics or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But. Which So they're now doing that in the movies. Oh, they're going to do that in the movies? Yeah, that's the next Transformers movie is going to be a crossover with G.I. Joe. And so, well, which one? Uh, I d- honestly I don't know. Are they going to just what, make a new new GI Joe? Personally, I think they're going to go 
I don't know if they're going to stick with the same fools that were in the last one. Well, they can't go Chad, Chad Chambers because they killed him in the first. That's the, the yeah, second yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, The Rock, because it's The Rock was in it. So, you know, The Rock and Bruce will probably, Willis. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Bruce Willis will be down for that. But, I mean, The Rock is for sure going to be in the goddamn movie some way or another. I'm, I'm, they're going to capitalize they're on that. start over again. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. They should just start over with that joke. I agree. They should. They should still keep Ray Park as a. Uh, as Snake uh, Guys. Uh, or Storm Shadow? No, no Snake Guys. guys yeah, yeah. So he is, yeah. It's funny how the black ninja is the good guy and the white ninja is, is the bad guy. Yeah, that is that is a funny, you know, it's, it's like in juxtaposition. Uh, yeah, it is a weird just juxtaposition. Well, it's like <laughs> in Star Wars, the the good guys use red lasers and the bad guys use green lasers, so that's that's weird. But then at the same time, the white, the bad guys are black and the white guy, the good guys are white. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what, you, what else you got for your? Uh... So, one of the other things was the uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Persona games. The yes, the Persona uh, games. Yeah. That was a. Uh, that's one that has a, a symbiotic kind of relationship with itself in the sense of, whenever the game comes out, an anime comes out for it, and they both do fucking gangbusters. Uh-huh. And I was just, I thought that was a fucking uh, interesting thing to say that. I have not actually played any of those games. Neither have I. I've seen them all. I don't know what the fuck they're about. <laughs> I mean, they look very anime-ish. I don't know if they're a fighting game. I don't know if they're like an RPG. I have no fucking clue. I just well, know the music's good. Yeah, the music's great. Yeah, the music is good. I've heard I've heard the soundtracks on I, some of those. Yeah, I don't know the game. I just <coughs> know the music. Interesting. Persona. Now, to get into the little geekier side of things, we mentioned a little bit before. Um, influences in collectibles. Oh, shit. The gotchas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first one, one that is my vice, and even even though I stopped doing it for several years, the first chance I got to go back into it, it fucking pulled me in, is the fucking Gundam slash mech building models. Yeah. I mean, we went to Frankenstein's and we fucking saw that. Okay, there's variation. There's there's high grade, there's master grade, there's this one for the giant ones, and then there's perfect grade, which is a new one that they're coming out where they're going to start using metal with them. Oh. So instead of being made of plastic, they're going to be made out of metal and shit. You get to use a fucking... Uh, you have to use an arc welder, yes. <laughs> you get to weld it together. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you get to weld your shit together. <laughs> That's just one step away from well, them. Have you ever seen those including... kinetic toys where they're like the little metal sheets you just pop them out of the thing? Yeah, yeah. And connect them? Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they actually ship a whole unit to you that's one to one human like, size. Yeah, it's a so mech. You actually get a bodysuit. Yeah, a like. power. And then, and then it has the batteries that come with it. You could power it and fucking. Well, it wouldn't be one to one, Adam. If it was one to one, it'd be fucking tall skyscrapers. Okay, well, right, no, yeah. what you're saying it's like if it's. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just being a dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Now, the other thing trading cards. Oh, yeah. Fucking trading cards, man. Fucking Yugiman, Yu Gi Oh! Fucking obviously Pokemon as we talked about. Digimon now. Digimon. Fuck. Hell, there was a time there where Naruto was the most popular card game in Japan. Oh yeah, I remember we we kind of like we tried to, but we were like, dabbled nah. in it. But yeah, it just did not. I don't know, man. It didn't get. It didn't. It didn't suck us in for some reason. Yu-Gi-Oh was just. I don't know. Maybe it was the combat system, or maybe it was just the in general. It was just kind of meh. But so here's the funny thing. The number one trading card game trading card in the world is Pokemon. Okay. Followed kind of closely by Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the fucking funny part of it. The majority of the people are buying Pokemon cards as collectibles, so not for not the game. Not to play. Where the majority of the people playing Magic are doing it for the game and not for the collectible. 
don't get me wrong, it still has that aspect. Collectible value, right? Yeah, it still has that aspect, but the majority of people aren't doing it for that aspect. They're doing it for the actual game. Where in Pokemon, it's the opposite. It's they're doing it to display that they, they have, have. The collectibles and stuff like that. And yeah, there is some that still play the game. Right. So it's kind of hard to say. Uh, what is the more popular game? The one that's being played or the one that's being hoarded? Mm, I would say it's probably technically the one that's being played because that's the intent of the game. The game was not the intent to be a... But it is a collectible card game. Well, not, well, it's a it's a trading card game, right? That's like what... Yes, I know it's that that was the intent, but it also... It's, like, it's part of it. Yeah, collecting... Well, you want to collect every fucking thing. You want to get all of them, right? So, I mean, well, how yeah. else do you become a Pokemaster? Well, yeah, you got to catch them all. So, I get it. That's part of it. But someone who's not... Like, the intent of the game was not for you just to get them and I, just hold I, them and that's it. I was collecting those cards when I was a kid. And I never once played a game. I played, like, a handful of games of Pokemon, and we didn't fucking play the right way. I know we didn't play the right way. <laughs> I know for a fact we did not. I've never played the game, so I don't even know. What do you mean? We played with fucking Chow. Uh, you well, played with Chow. I, did. I used to play with Chow all the time, man. We used to play Pokemon. The game is the so actual like, game. It is the game is so fucking limited. Like, well, initially it was because yeah. you had to spend energies to swap shit out. Right. You you let it. You threw it out, and you like basically left it to die. Yeah. Unless it had a cost, to, or, like the energy cost for the retreat for was just, less. Yeah. Was that was zero or yeah. it was like two or three well, but that was that was the point it taught you sac- you had to sacrifice all right it was it was this was a very mature yeah, game for children because the anime gave the entirely different approach to that saying that if you trade your pokemon you're a piece of shit yeah that remember true. that whole episode with Ash traded butterfree and it made it seem like it was the worst decision of his fucking life he made a lot of horrible decisions <laughs> in the anime <laughs> um but here's the funny thing, though, too. Mm-hmm. The entirety of the Pokemon collecting community, the people who just collect the card game, okay. is bigger than the entirety of the Magic Gathering, Magic the Gathering community, both collector and player. I mean, that's that's I could see that because I think that Magic the Gathering, or well, I don't think Magic the Gathering penetrated the market as well, like mainstream. Yeah, it's been around longer for sure, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Pokemon definitely, and, and obviously it was targeted towards children, whereas Magic the Gathering really was not ever, I don't think, intended to be a children's it's, game. It's not an easy game to learn either. That's Our true. No, it's not. It's, yeah, man, it is hard. When we were when we started playing Magic back in the day, dude, it did take me a hot minute to figure out how the fuck this thing and was going. And even then, I was like, eh. I really do complicated math with Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, honestly, that's the thing, too. Okay, I, because as someone who's played all of them, I do think that Yu-Gi-Oh was the best fucking one. I mean, it was pretty sweet, but after they got with the after five, okay. after Synchro Summoning is when I that's got when, that's when we got out. I, I was like, I don't. Synchro Summoning I, was cool. I tried playing the fucking free Microsoft game for it, the one on Xbox. Yeah, dude, holy fucking shit! It went from Synchro Summoning to XYZ Summoning to Arena Summoning to fucking Link Summoning. I'm like. No. no. Yes, and it's like turn one shit. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Like you could You know they added two they added three new spots on the field? No. What? So you know how you have your side and their side? Yeah. Between you two are three slots. So if you are a link summon or secret summon, you can place them there. How the fuck that works in attacking and shit? I have no fucking clue. I think the thing is to if you block those three off, then they can't synchro summon or some shit like that. But I'm Dude. like, I don't fucking know anymore. That's that's too much, man. I think it was better when there was just fucking. I mean, even the ritual summoning was kind of ass because the ritual summoning never. I never saw use for it. Like, oh, let me hope I get this ritual card. Yeah. Let me hope I get the card to ritual summon it. 
And I was like, like I had this really cool one, the fucking mass fiend of the of the damned or some shit like that. Yeah. Fucking thirty two hundred attack points. As soon as it comes out on the field, uh, all attacking is locked and he can attack freely. Like it was some cool ass effect. And I literally had to buy the actual ritual card for him, and then three other cards that were like, um, that they say, oh, we take the place of the summoning of that card if it's a dark monster, you know, like yeah. And that's like okay, cool, 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 cool. That took off ten spots in my deck for that could have been used for actual fucking like, actual skill. Yeah, cards. It, that's just that's just for like your end game too. It's yeah. like you need all your ducks in a row to get to that thing. If, I'm gonna and put, if somebody wipes it out, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah, if well, I yeah. want to put that much work into getting cards, I'm making an Exodia deck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, that's why. I mean, that's why. I don't know. To me, it was fun for Yu Gi Oh because it was. There were there was some skill to it, but honestly, it was a lot of fucking dumb luck, and yeah. and you could be made or made or broken just off of the order, the random order by which you shuffled your deck. If it was just fucked from the beginning, then you're just you're fucked. You're gonna lose this this game. That's and, why I like uh, freaking stuff like fusion summoning was cool because um, decks were you. It was a system you could pull a deck around. You can build yeah because there's ways you can fuse without polymerization. There's there's ways you can fuse. All that shit, but um, like discarding, discarding uh, and shit, yeah. reborn it, or yeah, yeah. Or, like yeah, because there's cards where oh, send this card from your special deck to the graveyard to inflict this much damage. Where yeah, the damage is cool, but that wasn't my goal. My goal was to get into the graveyard, yeah. And I thought, I honestly thought secret summoning was probably one of the best things for the game, because the way, because yeah, you had to be a specialized monster, but it wasn't a useless monster. It was still an effect monster, and it could still help you out. Yeah, and then. Hell, if it wasn't a useful monster, all you had to do was have it in your hand. To secret summon. Why did you turn off your microphone? Because I wanted to fart. Oh. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, you can have monsters in your hand, secret summon it. Yeah. It still counts as a special summon, so you can still do your normal summon. Like, it just, it made it seem, the game seem more fun. And then the fucking Link summoning shit was like, ugh. Yeah, no, that's, that's, after, after that. Once the XYZ summoning came in, that yeah. was when we pretty much got out. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is too much. But Well, uh, to tell you the truth now, uh-huh. uh, there's XYZ and Link uh, six samurai cards. Yeah, but then I got to learn how that fucking works. Yeah. and Because that was my thing. I was I, My six samurai deck was fucking the shit, You man. never won, but yeah. I fuck, nah, man. I fucking <laughs> won all the time, all right? I was whooping ass with that deck. That was, that was the best deck I ever fucking built. <laughs> I built tons of decks, and that one was my favorite by far. The game mechanics with it were cool because they were quick. They would fuck. You could just bomb, bomb, bomb. You could just bomb the field with them. I loved it. But, I don't know. Nowadays, it's like, I've thought about, man, we should maybe go back to trying to play Yu-Gi-Oh! or do some shit. And I'm just like, I tried looking up the original structure decks and shit. Those things are like 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. And it's cool because it's the collectors. They fucking, they're they're not going to play with them. They're just fucking here to sell them, and that's it. So, I got to go to the bathroom. All right. Let's take a quick (laughs) bio break. All right. All right, all yeah. right we'll, we'll pause it. I got to go. I gotta. All right. But their worst movie is Flash. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, now we're back after uh, I was blamed for Adam having to fucking almost shit himself. So thanks, Frank, for fucking beating my ass. Uh, also, I that didn't shit break. myself. I, 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 lubric- I, I extricated myself. Yeah, I lubricated my pants with feces. <laughs> all I did, That's the audio all I did was order a fart with a side of gravy. <laughs> oh, a weapon to surpass. Metal Gear. <laughs> you messed shitting your pants. The weapon to surpass. You messed Metal Gear. You messed it. Yeah, you messed it and missed it in our last episode. We were talking about how the Metal Gear was supposed to be the end all weapon. Yeah, but U.S. technology in the '70s surpassed it like 
by decades and we're like, oh, the whole U.S. military system is a weapon to surpass Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Yeah, the military industrial complex is the weapon to surpass Metal Gear. <coughs> oh, man, that was funny. Anyways, uh, so we're talking about fucking card games yeah, yeah, so on I'm motorcycles. Mm-hmm. But So uh, then the next thing I want to bring up is yeah, even by their own website, their most selling merchandise are the anime-based ones. Who? Being Pops. Who, wait, whose website are you talking about? Pops. Funko Pops? Yep. Oh, so you're saying that the best-selling Funko Pops, they say, are yep. the ones that are anime-related. Remember the fucking remember the fucking anime pop, pops we were seeing over there that were worth $10,000? Oh, yeah, that were fucking hella expensive. Was it like DBZ shit or... Not yeah, all okay, of there, Only yeah. one of them was it. And there it was, was like... Uh, there was, was two. It was like a... Go, there was a one Goku one and one Vegeta one that, yeah, they were like fucking $8,000. And what? then... What were the other ones? There was a couple Star Wars ones that were like six or seven grand. But there was one. It was... Um, was it a waifu? I think... No, I think it was... Uh, it was like a Mac or something. It, I don't remember what it was, but that was fucking... They were asking 10 Gs for it. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm sure was negotiable, but... Uh, yeah, te- Funko, yeah, that's funny that they say the best-selling ones are fucking the anime ones. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, mean, I mean, we saw evidence of that shit. No, no, I, 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 I'm not doubting it. I'm just saying I, I thought that maybe... What other fan base would spend, like, that Star Wars? scenes amount of money? The Star Wars fan base? Yeah, but I Star Wars can only produce be. so much the world what anime can produce. That's true, because there's tens of Of unique characters, yeah, is what I mean. True. Not an entertainment value, but just yeah, 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 the no, sheer amount of characters that's anime, because anime is just a genre. Right, well, and you can turn them into pops. Yeah. And you can turn anything into a pop. I mean, shit. Like, fuck, I collect those stupid Funko Pops. You're the only one here that does. Yeah, I don't know why. I just fucking love those stupid little things. They, they fucking, they, I don't know why. Do they remind you of your dick? Maybe. Weird looking and uh, colorful. Yeah, definitely. And only enjoyable to me. Blockhead shaped. <laughs> and block and blockhead. <laughs> Oddly <Watch> misshapen. <laughs> All right. Um, now, you mentioned them earlier today, but I was going to talk about uh, loot boxes slash snack boxes from Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. The one I used to follow was loot anime. I remember from loot boxes. Uh huh. I mean, that shit is fucking turned from those little things to. This fucking, I don't know. You've seen those fucking like um, Sakura Co and shit like that now, where it's just exclusively Japan shit. Where in those shit, it was just like, oh, here's a couple anime things and other shit that we couldn't sell. <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah. the, was the original loot anime boxes. Right, right. But now there's fucking these. I don't know. I've been wanting to try one, but I've always been fucking like, eh, I'm not gonna pull the trigger this time. And then I went to fucking Lunchbox and they were selling the peach, the melon Coca Cola that you can get in those boxes. They were charging ten dollars for that little thing. And I'm like, okay, maybe it might be worth this t- time. <laughs> How much are the boxes? Like forty bucks? <sighs> From that time. And what do you get? Like, what do you get with it? You get a bunch of snacks, and like, it depends on which one. Like Sakura Co. And I can't remember what the other one's called. Like, one focuses on artisan candies, and the other one focuses on localized candy. Mm-hmm. So like, one focuses like on the Kit Kats that are. Japan only flavors, stuff like oh, that. Okay. I had raspberry Kit Kats once from mm-hmm. Japan. They were kind of good. Yeah. I had the, uh, I think they were green tea ones. Oh, those, those were, good were too. fucking delicious. I had the mocha man. ones. Those were good. You know what? We should fucking get but a goddamn anyway, box. But like I was just saying, one focuses on like, you know, candies like that, and the other ones are like candies you can only get in Japan. Yeah, okay. Like they specifically choose like, like remember Adam, we were talking to Josh about those guys that are making the most matcha. Matcha? The, the ma- or what, I, is that much of the green thing, right? Yeah. And so, like, doing that and stuff, like, so it's like local people like that that don't have a major corporation, but it's like local business, I guess you can say. And then they also give you, like, 
I think one of them they gave you like a tea like a tea cup from a tea ceremony shit and like oh, that's cool. They give you like dining stuff. What's use. that guy that we see on YouTube who do like you know he picks the things of people's <laughs> orders or whatever? You showed it to me. Which one? It's like some guy that he gets orders from like it's like all these foreign snacks and you know he gets like oh it's like a, a the shrimp chips from the Philippines or like whatever oh, he goes a lot through of and he, do that. But yeah, but you showed me like this video, but like because it's off the Spice King, the one I think you're talking about. Maybe, but well, so. Uh, but like that, I'm saying we should get some of those like Japanese like mm-hmm. snacks. We should order some, or get one of those boxes, and then we should try them on here. Like we should do an episode about that. Just just those. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean we talked about doing that for MREs for CUP. Yeah, that'd be cool too to just eat MREs. <coughs> <for> God, that. <laughs> I think that sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I think they. I, I I have high expectations for those. Like I think they'd be pretty fucking decent, like meals and whatnot. I don't know about the kosher ones or like the halal. The halal ones, yeah. Yeah. But just the regular. Yeah, they're. they're well, the humanitarian ones would have to be uh, vegetarian. vegetarian yeah. we, ain't, we ain't getting the UN humanitarian ones, all right? I want like. I UN. Want, you think UN's going to give out shit like that? That's just one we make. I want Franken beans or some shit, like whatever they got. The ones oh, that were literally just a can of beans with fucking hot dogs in it? <laughs> yeah, the Vietnam ones. <laughs> or whatever they got. Dude. What do they call them? The four, they literally had a name for them. They called them the Four Fingers of Death because they would always be spoiled by the time they got to them. Shit. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but no, the modern ones are fucking great. Like, yeah, you know, like, they got like, fucking like, cheese pizza, fucking uh, well, Mexican according, dinner. According to like, all I don't know. According to all the servicemen that I've seen, like, t- review MREs, all the unanimously say that the pizza ones are the worst things that, the worst MREs that ever come out of the thing. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're all good, but I mean, there's twenty, there's 32 <coughs> different flavors I think or f- menus that you can get. So I mean, shit, well, some of them probably got to be bad, but <coughs> I, I mean, I'd like to try them. I don't know if I don't know if we could muster the funds to try all of them, but I mean, damn, I'd be down. And then we could try, but eh, that's a good, that's a good idea. Let's let's do that one of these one of these episodes. Yeah, all right, all right, continue. Yeah, so sorry. next thing I want to talk about is so that's there was a section I kind of got rid of because it's kind of dumb, but it was manga and comic books. Okay. So, manga, yeah, it's dumb because they predate well, anime. Usually. Yeah. But we're going to bring that comic book one back back down to this section, which was art. Mm. And um, the first step is fucking fan art. Uh, Rule 34. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, fan art, yeah, can okay. also... Um, hell, it's even played a part in anime in the sense where... Um, What's her name? Bubble Girl from My Hero Academia was a fan art, and they decided to make her a character. Uh, it was a competition, but still. Uh, and you see, like, I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of artists and stuff, and people talk about how uh, just doing fan shit is the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I.e., fan art. Um, Team Four Star uh, Kaiser Neko. He's their main. He's one of the founders of the. He's their main editor. He he got his start in editing just by doing fucking AMVs back in the day, if you remember those. Yeah. And that's how he started on. He's a really good editor now, allegedly. I can't I don't have anything to compare him to because no one else talks about their shit like he does. <laughs> what what else does he do other than their Dragon Ball or whatever bridge well, shit? Well now it's their um <coughs> their uh Like does he do editing like people hire him to edit their shit? Probably not. No, I wouldn't doubt it. But I'm. Gonna well, I'm not saying. He, I was just curious if he did. Oh, he doesn't else. have time. He's if he's doing anything. All their do, stuff. He's probably doing everything that he's. Taking well, they care. they ended the DBZA, so. Uh, so right now they're doing, what's it called, Hiffle, which was a joke in the DBZA because Goku's not allowed to say hell. 
So he calls it Hiffle. Hiffle? Yeah. So now they made it into a show called Hiffle, where it stands for Home for Infinite Losers. Okay. So it's basically all the villains that died, and they're, this, they're, they're in hell being tortured, essentially. Okay. Or they're in a fucking group therapy session and trying to make them into good guys. Mm. And, um, Excuse me. Which is cool because I mentioned earlier the whole, what I talked about, Cell versus Pokemon, whatever, was this little skit that they made to... Uh, they made little animations of, like, Cell versus King of the Hill, Cell versus Yu-Gi-Oh, Cell versus Pokemon. It was just... Little cute things, they little like two, three minute long videos they did. Yeah. So there's this guy called Devil Artemis who took that and made an entire channel based off of that shit. And like, he has really good animation in the sense that it's YouTube animation. So they actually ended up hiring him to do Hiffle animation for them. Okay. And so, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, he's from now I can say he's editing those because, and even then, they have editors on staff too. So I don't know if he, so I couldn't say what, I don't know. I'm not part of their operation, so I don't know what the fuck they're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, which is funny. They, they were saying that they got more subscribers since they ended Dragon Ball Z Abridged than they did when they had Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Hmm. That's funny. That's according to them, so I don't know if it, how true for it now it is. So anyway, so saying the same, like, talking about how fan art has influenced the art genre in the sense that a lot of people got their start by doing fan art. And it makes sense. Like, you can get your own. Everybody who's ever watched any anime, I'm sure even you two have OCs. Characters you created of your own volition of based off of animes you've seen. And, like, try to incorpor- and then you try to incorporate them into your own show. Into that show. Uh-huh. Um, and then, it's, so what's the next step? I'm going to draw how they look. Oh, I'm going to give them a sick Gatling gun. I'm going to give them two sick Gatling guns. And if it's Josh, I'm going to make his dick a Gatling gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then this guy, he's going to fuck with it. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> six inches, more like six barrels, bitch. <laughs> anyway, so that's my... I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. I think that... I don't know if maybe it's just anime-specific, but, I mean, fan art and what is it... Uh, what are those, those fucking internet stories that people make? Uh, fanfic? Yeah, fanfiction. I feel like that's been around forever uh but i do think that anime does have a disproportionate amount of that and especially in like adam had said the rule the pornography realm yeah, it is it, anime has the the cake takes the cake on that i think i think like, they have i don't know most. if you guys seen that commercial for mcdonald's where it was the dad it was like an anime it was animated like i think it was korean or japanese i can't remember mm-hmm. and they had a little girl with pink hair and the mom had slight roger hair and shit and Fucking not even two days later, there's already a fucking tab in it for Pornhub and shit. <laughs> um, the family fucking porn <laughs> from the Japanese McDonald's commercial. Jesus Christ. I don't know if it's well, been. Remember that chick, that AI they made for Samsung? <laughs> oh, yeah. And they made her thick and then the fucking internet went crazy and they had to cancel it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I don't know if this is something that's been in U.S. media, but it's like, it's a. It's not a meme because there are archetypes for women within. Hey, knock it off. Uh, there are archetypes for like women. There's like the sunder. Sundere. Su- yeah, the sun. Oh, su- that fucking the sundari sundere. Uh, fuck, what's the other? There's one? all there's all these different yeah. archetypes of women, and I'm like, that also kind of uh, influences. I think because I'm not gonna lie, dude. 
I started watching The Golden Bachelor. Okay, all right. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna, you're gonna hear me out. All right, all right. Let's hear this out. So I don't know all the names of all the anime archetypes for like women when there's like a harem anime. Yeah, but I am inclined to believe that the harem anime fucking tropes, the formula, exist within the Golden, or actually just the Bachelor uh, television Universe. show itself, because basically. What I've noticed in the first episode, I've seen a few of the other seasons. Like I, yeah. I lose interest like afterwards because like it's 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 just funny to me to watch those things. Yeah. But what ends up happening is like they have characters or people. Uh, I think they're people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where they have like this one thing about them, and then they dial it up to eleven. So they in the Golden Bachelor, there's this woman who was like kind of like the rebel character. So right. she came in on a motorcycle and she was very, you know, I don't know if it was like crass or whatever, but she was like in your face about wanting to be with this bachelor on the first fucking episode. Yeah. yeah. And that now that is her archetype. And then there was another one that was like Oh, almost, had it, huh? Yeah, it's almost like those shows are scripted or something. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know, man. There's there's something about like harem animes and just like television in the U.S. with the harem like dating. Well, yeah, I mean that's what those shows are. They are literally the harem anime turned into a game show, basically. Yeah, and it's just weird. But like right. I I was just kind of like thinking about that concept the other day, and it just kind of weird that we're talking about anime now but yeah i don't know man i i just think if there's one other aspect maybe that anime has influenced maybe u.s media is like the dating form the fa- the dating game contest show? Yeah. like game show type of thing uh, maybe maybe that was you may be onto something there I, I we we might have to just watch the first episode of that just to see because, if just because like, it, like like there's no this was adam's whole plan right was to get us to watch the golden bachelor <laughs> The you, whole purpose, sneaky bastard. Yeah, King Rage magazine. All of this was just his, was just the long con. <laughs> yeah, the because <laughs> look, look, there's been dating games in the past, right? Yeah, but at some point there was but, harem anime. There's been 15 it, that's been made just in the moment we you've had yeah, that, thought. right? Yeah, like just within the for the last five minutes that I, I we just been talking about this. Uh, but, and now those 15 now have fucking thirty off. There's, there's yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but, no, now that someone ruled 34 of them already. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I just think that if there's one thing that I could speculate or have a conspiracy theory on is that harem anime inspired U.S. media with uh, the the new harem dating game uh, contest television format. How do you suppose that went down, right? They're having this meeting, and then a, a dude comes in wiping the coke off of his nose and goes, all right, you guys, I got the. Next- I just saw this fucking thing in Japan, all right? It's the weirdest shit ever. It's like this thing, it's animated, he's got this guy, and he's There's got There's a vending machine for some yeah, reason. <laughs> th- there's 50 different women, and he's like doing stuff with them. All right, guys, what if we have one guy, and he's trying to get all these women, and all the women want to be with him, and we just tur- we make it a game show, right? What if we do that? And then they're, they're like, well, wait a minute, how's that going to work? Like, wh- how would we just get all these bitches? What if they're just the same the same people? Who Battle Royale. No, 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 you guys. No, you guys. All right. Each one of them is going to have Each their one of them own unique have its, personality. Yeah, we'll have its own. We'll write it. It'll be scripted. It'll be amazing. And then they're like, fuck, this might be good. And then they do it, and then now here we are, fucking 20 years later, and we have now they're doing it with old people, with the Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Man. I don't know if you ever saw that one thing. I think it was in Holland or some shit where they had a competition with like 10 guys. Yeah. And they had like a couple months or whatever. And like every week they'll vote somebody off. And the whole purpose of the game was that you got to try to figure out. 
it's a room full of gay guys and they got to find out who the one straight guy is. <laughs> but then it comes to find out that all of them were straight. <laughs> it was just to see what they would do. Damn. That's pretty good. Yeah. Or like those Japanese game shows where they like, they have an active I, I call, shooter. You call, them, you call them game shows. I call them fucking trauma simulators. I mean, that's what they are, but <laughs> they come in and they have like an active shooter or the one that's like the sniper and he's, everybody's <laughs> sitting in the office building and all of a sudden some, the, the glass breaks and this dude just, his chest explodes and then everybody starts getting shot and then this guy's just fucking freaking out. He's crying. And then they come all in and they're like, oh, just kidding. It's fucking, it's all hilarious. All right. Here, here, here's, all right, let's, let's just get back on the topic of the architect types of yeah, yeah, anime women yeah so there's the sundere okay which is yeah. the uh the crazy one the, the one that acts mean and is sometimes violent outside no no not sometimes we'll fucking gut you if you look at another woman <laughs> but it's sweet is sweet on the inside the yandere is act sweet and cute on the outside on the outside but, but it's, it's, an, acts, it's yeah. an actually monster on the inside <laughs> yeah so like I think as we go through the Golden Bachelor, I'm not talking about you guys specifically, just myself, huh. but uh, as I go through the Golden Bachelor, I'm going to be looking out for these. I'm telling you, dude, they're like one-dimensional characters somewhat in the sense that like whatever their thing is, like the girl with the motorcycle, yeah. oh, she's adventurous. She's that. She's Right, yeah. And the other one is like... Um, you know, the other one's kind of a little shy or a little sweet, and that's like yeah. her angle. The like, innocent one. There's the innocent one. Yeah. So, like, basically, that's what I believe is going on with. So, I, I just yeah. like, check this out. Uh. Would you not fucking come out swinging after this? Man, he's butt ass naked, or yeah, he's butt ass naked. Oh, I've seen this one. <laughs> 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 they literally launch him out of the massage chair like a rocket. Oh yeah, they, yeah. Then he goes he's outside out. Of outside of the snow. Now, <laughs> fucking butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> fucking negative two degree weather. <laughs> Damn, is he even? He's not even seat belted in, dude. He oh. can fly off of that at any time. <laughs> That's too good. That is, man. I know you guys can't see this, but there's a guy like that was at a resort or something. He was chilling. Yeah, it's a spa resort. And he was sitting in a, in a recliner, and apparently that thing launched itself out the fucking... <laughs> it literally <throat> turns, and it just... And then the wall opens, and he just goes out into the snow. And, he's just, <laughs> and you just see a bunch of families skiing, and the kid's like, I'm gay now. <laughs> man, you know what's funny is for, for a society that really is very orderly and whatnot, they have some extreme fucking pranks that they do, man. Or you... You know, it was funny, dude, because I was watching this whole thing about it. There are, like, no trash cans in public in Japan. Why? Because people just keep their own trash and they don't fucking throw it all over the place? No, like you're assholes? supposed to go to, like, a 7-Eleven or something and throw it away. That's oh. where you'll find trash cans. But out in, like, the streets and shit, you won't see trash cans. Maybe because they expect people to Yeah, no, not that's do the expectation, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, you do that shit in America... You know, in America, you can put a trash can, and we're still going to throw our trash around the trash can. Now that you mention it... <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever seen a trash can in a fucking anime outside. I, I have. Like, if you're, like, I'm thinking specifically for some reason of, like, Bleach. Like, no, when they're walking downtown, I'd never fucking see, I don't think I've ever seen trash cans outside. Yeah, mostly they'll just crush it and throw it, and in Japan, oh my god, he's yeah. a bad boy. Yeah, and yeah. us, we're like, okay, he's or just like, some kid. Yeah, he's just some dude throwing away the trash, you know, in public, <laughs> on the street. Taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's why, like, convenience stores are insanely popular in Japan because, 
uh, I'm throwing away my trash. Might as well get something else to drink. I might as well get something. <laughs> this shit isn't as uh, unhealthy as what we got. Actually, it's it's way more unhealthy. They have more unhealthy shit. Don't get me wrong. If they if they made the food they made in Japan here in America, it'd be some of the healthiest shit in the world. But because they use, we use I think it was eighteen. We have eighteen or seventeen um, allowed preservatives in the United States and dyes. So. There's a limit of what you can use. In Japan, there is none. So you can use, you can literally use one that is guaranteed to give you cancer, and you can do it in can. You can do that shit in Japan. But <laughs> you, you don't think you don't think. Okay, so they like they have the eggs, right? Like the eggs, they have some way. Of Again, their, that's not chemical thing. That's just the but, natural birth things of the the way they work things. Just like their um their fucking cows for the Kobe beef. Yeah, I'm talking about preservatives here, like food to keep, to keep food fresh. I get that. Yeah, but I I think. For the for the amount of care that they put into cows or even chickens to raise the eggs and shit, that they would put the same care to what they put in as far as like the preservatives in their food. Oh, like, do, they you want to cut? They want to be caught dead feeding on that shit to those animals. Well, not not feeding it to the animals. No, 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 just for, for the consumption. They have of more humans. respect for animals than they have for themselves. Okay, well, I mean, I. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Well, I mean, you just saw the, they just throw the they just threw this butt naked true. man they did. The, <laughs> to the wolves. They to did. the fucking wolves. To literal wolves. All uh, right. I'm sure there's a video where they put him literally in a wolf pit if they fucking let him let him get eaten. I'm sure that exists. Yeah. You know what? I can I concede. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like see, I changed their mind just like I changed Josh's mind on Uber Eats. Yeah. Being no, that's by true. Robots. That's true. Yeah. Well, people being play- yeah, that robots should be r- running everything or uh, doing all the menial labor jobs. <laughs> Good point. All right. So, <coughs> uh, excuse me. Now to continue on to fan art, which a lot of these guys kind of evolve into, especially when you go to conventions or even Frankenstein's. Yeah. We saw a couple there. Is artist commissions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. people like us. How we 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 talked to a guy out there to make us a sign and shit. Oh yeah. So that's one thing that's cool about it. this is where you could take a hobby like fan making your own fan art and shit and transform it into a a lucrative career, especially if you're doing porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure there, was this, there was this guy telling me I made a hundred thousand dollars a year. I made a hundred thousand dollars this year by drawing uh, my little pony porn. I used to be a surgeon. This is more money. <laughs> like he's like, you can see the look in his eyes. I'm dead inside because I am a fucking whore. <laughs> I went to medical school for ten years and I'm doing this. I got more money out of this than I ever did in my entire career as a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paid hey. off all his student loans. Hey, dude, sure. I don't, whatever works, man. Right. And then to take that a step further, um, there's a special name for them. I just call them Twitch artists, uh-huh. and that's when. Um, uh, there's Twitch and the YouTube ones. Like the YouTube ones are where they just show them drawing. It's a time lapse of them drawing. Oh, okay. That was actually the inspiration for our logo. Yeah. Them drawing the thing. <sighs> yeah. Um, but then there's ones on Twitch where it's obviously it's not time lapse because it's live, but it's just them having a chill session with chat and then and then having uh, filming them doing say a commission they got paid to do. And again, that's just another avenue that has been increased that. One, not only they have increased themselves, but Twitch has increased from it. Yeah. If you get my meaning. Right, right. I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't know if... I don't know maybe if that's directly anime-related. I mean, I'm sure anime has had... Because people are again, making like, commissions of anime. Again, you're going to talk about something that's more... Remember, you even said yourself, anime has the more dis- 
proportion a- aspect of this market. Yeah, yeah. Well, of of like that that fan fan sub or fan yeah. fiction or whatever stuff. Even I would but, even say for fan art. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think the fan art that's probably where it's 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 these people who are doing these commissions. Mm-hmm. They're probably yeah, they're probably it's probably anime related, right? And that's probably where they got the start was by doing their own fan animation for that for. An OC and, character yeah, that's and that's the for thing, an anime. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, that somebody who is good at being an artist, I mean, that's something that is, that's a that's a tangible asset that you can show people and say, hey, yeah. I'm good at drawing. I can, I can do, look at this. I'm going to make my own things and show you them. And then they say, oh, hey, I like that. Hey, let me pay you money. Could you do, I want a Super Saiyan Goku fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, let me, let me try that. And they do it. And then, oh, shit, that looks great. Yeah, cool. And then it just, you know, snowballs from make there. Make me look like a DBZ character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, make, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Should well, we should commission we have, somebody to make have, all of us. No, we like, have AI for that now. Oh, that's true. Can we upload our photos and make them <laughs> make, make, like, <laughs> I make us? I think that thing. Yeah, but that, was that uploading photos? Like, cause you do one of them was. Oh, remember, that was just that was just editing though. That wasn't no, this, like, the last one I sent you was about the. Oh, it was a picture of a volcano, and he highlighted yeah, around. It. He yeah. highlighted where he wanted it to be animated, and yeah, it started bubbling and turning. Right, so. but I was saying like, oh, could we upload our photos no, no, and there then was, say? I've sent you a bunch of videos of that. Yeah, one of those websites was uploading an ad- a picture of yourself and modifying it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 thought, of, I thought of an idea maybe right. of how anime has influenced. Uh, I, was, I thought you were going to say, I have an idea for something. And I say, the next day we were all in jail. Yes. <laughs> Mm. Oh, remember that thing I sent you where it was the uh, me trying to convince the boys to do a podcast oh yeah yeah and then it shows them at the lineup us after the first episode airs <laughs> and they're just like in a lineup just fucking with taking the mug shots anyway what's your what's your idea of how not idea your expression yeah <laughs> uh, I don't know let's just see where we can go with it but right. okay so you know how like uh, in animes the voice actors actually go to schools and shit so that they can deliver the lines in a really convincing fashion with the right yeah, emotion right. yeah you mean the like right. acting school yeah for voice acting yeah. all right all right because we don't really have that here in the US it's just kind of people wing their career as far as being a voice actor goes and uh, I, I just think that uh, being a voice actor kind of, or rather, voice acting school kind of like legitimizes like voice acting as opposed to like the U.S. where you just kind of like it's not, very, it's not very respected here. I don't know if it's not respected, but it's like kind not of, compared to like say a regular actor, right? Or w- whatever. Uh, but for that, for like voice acting in Japan, there's. There's like a seriousness to it, right? Like, right, yeah, yeah. And and maybe in the U.S., like maybe there's some, there's been some influence by Japan. It's like, hey, maybe we should actually try to because you you watch dubs, right? Yeah, the dubs don't hit the same. Like when you they hear, never will never hit the same as the Japanese. They'll never hit yeah, the they same never because, will because something is lost in translation, right? But not right. only that, well, it's, it's funny like, too because the Japanese say the exact same thing. They don't watch American cartoons in Japanese. They watch them with the English dubs. Yeah, because. They said the exact same reason. You lose something, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah, because whatever emotion that you're trying to hit at some specific moment in Japanese that like you, yeah, you can't exactly like. It trans- doesn't translate over. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's this guy? Um, what was? This? Oh, sorry. Continue. This is back to the voice actor thing, but I'll talk about that later. All uh, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just maybe think that. 
I don't know if there was there 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 will ever be a school for like voice acting here. I mean, we have our notable people like Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, Tara Strong, and a lot of it is kind of like the DC related voice actors and shit. But there's no formal. Well, you thing. say that, but the majority of the most famous voice actors mm-hmm. are ones well, actor- who, who do Japanese anime. Japanese I, anime. like the cast of Kuroko Roll, uh, Johnny Young Bosch, uh, uh, Chris Aba, uh but they're, they're outliers of like the entire. But I'm saying when, when it comes to thinking about voice actors, yeah, the ones that voice Japanese anime are the ones that usually get thought of first because, again, like Josh said, the more disproportionate fans of voice acting are going to be anime fans. Yeah. So like even me, I fucking Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill will always be my favorite voice actors. Yeah. But when you said uh, the voice actors, the first ones that came to mind was Johnny Young Blash, fucking Cal Laura Huber. Bailey. <laughs> yeah, Laura Bailey's a big one. Yeah. I I think that in Japan it's definitely more respected. They're more on par with with regular actors, I guess. And maybe I kind of feel like in Japan that some of the voice actors are likely even a pedestal step higher. Kind of like than, how um, like you know how here we have like the A list and then the like all the E-list, way down to C-list. whatever the Z. Yeah, there's Z-list. some there's some yeah. D, then after E, then after E you got voice actors. Yeah, I, I here <laughs> they don't even have how, a letter. Like, just voice actors. Yeah, here that's how it is. And and what's funny is I do think that's starting to change because if you look at like video games, right? Video games are now you're starting to see people who are legitimate actors well be the voices behind well, remember that. but they were trained formally like there was right that, as like an actor, yeah, for- there's no form in the u.s there's no formal training to be a voice actor there's just conditioning you condition yourself to fucking be able to handle your voice and like um and let's be what's honest call it, uh this podcast i listened to uh the unexpectables the guy one of them is a well-renowned voice actor and he was always talking the one thing he always talks about is the shit called hook juice that they use mm-hmm it's some kind of weird Chinese tea. It's like one of those shot things. Yeah. And all it does is helps pre- preserve their voice. And literally they're saying that they have to do this every fucking time because otherwise their voice would already be gone. Yeah. And so I'm saying like most of the time it's more like conditioned than it is actual reciting that scene. You know what I mean? Well, I think that the I think that the majority of it is, is if you can if you can do acting, like regular acting, I think you can also you should be able to theoretically do voice acting because That's you're true, still you're you're not acting out the scene with your well, physical it's, body. It's funny you say that, but you're doing it with your voice. Yeah. So, so yes, there are different. I'm not saying it's no, the no, same you're, thing. You're, you're completely on point <coughs> too. Uh, the thing, uh, what was his name? I can't remember the actor's name. It was he was an A-lister, hmm. and he was talking about when he had to do voice acting work, and he said that was probably the hardest transition he's ever done in his career because I'm used to using me. Right. My, yeah. If so, if I'm talking to you, because if it's a, if the scene calls for me to, to become hostile, I'm like, yeah, thing. So you know, and I have that little moment, right? Like, oh, the audience can see before I talk, they can see that I'm already shifting gears and like, oh, shit's about to happen. Because I can't do that with voice acting. One hundred percent of what you're doing has to be your voice. So he, that's why I think he was saying that it's one of the harder things to do when you've been theatrically trained. Yeah. Because it's going to work against you because you've been trained to use everything available to you to make your scene impactful. Where in voice acting, you only have one tool. Well, I guess the thing I was going to get at is that for like the dubs, not all of them are great. In fact, like a majority of them were like kind of dog shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like there should be an influence at some point for the U.S. to step up their game as far as like dubs go. 
so that if anybody actually wanted to be an vo- a voice actor, that they would have some kind of like formal training, like actual classically trained, whatever you want to like, wh- whatever yeah. school of thought has to be used for voice acting. I think that has to happen at some point in order to really sell the moment of an anime. Like that's the way I think anime should, in, or rather, Japanese. The Japanese influence should be on the American side as far as like dubs go for for anime itself. Like I I don't know what I don't know what you guys. Yeah, think about well, that. I think that eventually. Okay, so you know how? All right, what I think it will likely eventually turn into is you know how they have uh, you know like you can go to you can go to comedy school like people put put together these little comedy camps so you can be like a stand up comedian or whatever, right? Yeah, and they're mainly just horseshit, but. It's like, oh, you're just going to pay money for, for someone just to tell you shit that's like not really that helpful. And but it's almost like a scammy type thing. I think that's probably what here voice acting school would essentially become. Oh, you think that's what it would be? That's what I think they would start. That's how God, it would start for sure. God damn it, dude. Like, do you really need people that just love anime and like uh, they don't really have any formal background, but they're just so passionate that like... They they just instigate to the point that they end up getting a job, and it's not that it's possible. it's not because they're they're the best. It's just because they were the most passionate, and you know that in turn leads to a shitty dub because these people yeah. are not experienced. I mean, it could be, but at the end of the day, when you really look at it, I don't think that. It, that's kind of how movies are too. It, you have okay, well, you got to start somewhere, right? So you start out at the bottom with like shitty independent films that are well, not shitty, but maybe they're all right. But maybe again, you're not the best actor, so this is the stuff. This is all they can command because they can't pay somebody who's actually good at doing this. So you start at the bottom. You start with the people who have no experience, and then okay, cool. Maybe your movie's kind of shitty because not because it's bad in terms of like the writing or whatever. But maybe the actors aren't aren't that great, and so that's kind of where you start. And you just over time, I think, yeah, if you're passionate and and it comes to like with the abridging, if you look at like a lot of the abridgement series, none of them are classically trained or or any kind of trained fucking voice actors or whatever. They're all just people that that were passionate about this specific anime and they got together and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to fucking I'm going to fucking I want to I want to we want to do our own dub of this. And they do it. They write it. They fucking perform it. And yeah, are some of them bad? Sure. Are some of them pretty good? Yeah. So but I the, think it's well, especially the ass. If you look, outweighs the actual exceptional shit, though. Well, I'm saying if you look at like Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, which is the first abridged series of all, that first episode, the voice acting, the mic, everything is just shit. But fucking some of the jokes he came up in that first episode are still. Like mentioned to this day, like screw the rules. I have money. Yeah, like that was Josh's shirt for the longest time. Yeah, I saw that shirt, and, and so that's what I'm saying too. Is over time, like Little Karibo, the guy who made that, not a good voice actor at, at the, the beginning, at the time when he made it, but now he stuck with it and kept doing it. Just like, it's just kind of like us with this shit. Yeah, the first few episodes may have been ass or may have sounded this like garbage. Episode may still be ass compared this, to the next. One. Who knows? But at the end of the day, at the end of it, if we stick with it and we keep fucking doing it. We will just get better, just like they stuck with it, and f- eventually they got decent enough to where, hey, this didn't sound like ass anymore, and it sounded pretty good. And it worked out for itself, and honestly, I think that's what I mean, the key is. I showed is. you guys Gohan's Super Saiyan Two transformation. That shit was fucking fire. Right. Well, well what like I'm saying, four stars version. Yeah, and if you did that, if if they would have done that at the beginning of them just starting out, it probably wouldn't have been that good. Mm-hmm. But 
because of everything they've learned over the last. I mean, fuck, how many episodes do you think they've made? Several hundred? 60. Oh, 60? All right, well, how many? Well, how many? There's. Uh, their season finales are usually like two or three parters. Right. Okay. So, it's like so 60 part one. 60 yeah. Yeah. Part two. So, I mean, but they've made roughly. So they made, they have 60 videos named out right now. Right. A couple of movies and, and specials. So maybe 70. In total, how many hours or of you oh, think fuck, the time know. is? Whatever. It's, either way, they've spent that many hours doing voice acting to hone the skill that they never had. And that's the thing is where oh, I don't. They brought people in to do voices. Mm-hmm. That became full-fledged voice actors. That like, were nobodies before that. That had like, never done. Any I want to say there were right? nobodies, but that like what's his name? Um, <clears throat> I can't remember his name. Um, he voiced uh, Future Gohan. You know when he's a teenager. Yeah, yeah. What did he do before that though? Before that, nothing. I don't know. That's but what I'm saying. So after, they were after that. Uh-huh. He like literally a couple months <laughs> later, he got cast as Midoriya for My Hero Academia. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So that guy went from being a nobody. To do to doing nothing to have then he did he did some voice in Dragon Ball Z abridged. I'm sure then, he did other stuff before then, but I'm just saying. Well, obviously, the, the way they made it seem like that was his big break into anime. Yeah, well, maybe it was. Maybe that was the role that fucking got him noticed, and because obviously Dragon Ball Z has a pretty or abridged has a pretty good audience, so maybe that's what got him noticed. And shit, there you have it. Now, now he got a job out of it, and so again, that guy may have not have been that great. Who knows? But at the end of it. He got a job, so he's a professional voice actor from doing some voice in some dumb internet thing that nobody would have probably thought. Well, I'm not saying it's dumb in that sense, but I'm just saying like in the to to the anime people who make My Hero Academia and they were looking for a a fucking voice actor. Oh, they found it watching this this fucking insignificant to them anime series that's a dub on YouTube probably is where they heard him and then said, "Fuck, this is this guy's pretty good. Let's see how he does for this." I wonder how you know how you can measure somebody is a good voice actor because yeah I don't know man because you could tell when somebody sucks yeah but when to say somebody's good I think it's harder I, it's I harder. feel yeah. Yeah, he's right here so yeah see he did the Dragon Ball Z Bridge movie Super Andrew thirteen Teen Gohan in twenty fifteen yeah and the Machine Bridge from fifteen to two thousand twenty. I mean, he did some. St- he did a couple things before that as he was in he was Let's in see, video no, I, games. What's this right stuff? This is all his actual anime stuff. Yeah, 2015 was his first one. Was uh, you know the Don Defrag, which I've heard of this one. Yeah, but scroll down. He was in uh, he was in fucking the Dragon Ball Z abridged. What's in his 2015. name? Yeah, 2015. His name's Justin Briner. Yeah, Briner. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, he basically really prior to being in that, he really hadn't done much. It was like 2015 the earliest his uh. Voice work has been no. Yeah, and 2015 was when he started and did. 2012, Dragon Ball. he did video games. Well, yeah, he was. He it looked like he was some minor characters in like in in two video games prior to that. So. And then, yeah, he was the announcer for Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z. <laughs> oh, he was an Octopath Traveler additional voice. <laughs> Borderlands Three. Oh, nice. He's a bunch of people in that. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So a dude who was really unknown. Got got some got a break on on some YouTube show. What's his name? Um, the voice of Vegeta, it's Christopher Sabat. Mm-hmm. Chris Sabat, I can't remember his name. Uh, he he said he put a post a, a while back saying that if he ever died, he wanted Lanny from uh, Team Four Star to replace him as Vegeta because he plays Vegeta oh, now. Yeah, yeah. And fucking with Lanny's like, if I was ever gonna put a tweet on the wall, that was gonna be it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's something that here in America, I don't think we'll ever get to like it is in Japan. I don't think that they'll ever be on the same par as like actual. Therefore, actors. I will always I will I will watch things in subtitles though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's one way to do it. Yeah, I mean, like, I was trying to bring up this fucking scene where in uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh huh. There's a scene where, fuck, where uh, it's supposed to be like, for the most part, it was supposed to be a carefree anime where he's just trying to build his whole city and shit. And it got to he built the city. It's fucking huge and it's fucking great, but it got to the point where it was interfering with other cities' trade routes and stuff uh-huh. like that. And so basically, they went in there and started killing fucking people mm-hmm. while he was away. And they showed him that one of his subordinates got killed. Mm-hmm. And then in the background, another one of his characters is like, oh, okay, okay. And he looks aside and he sees his best friend dead for the first time. And the scream that came from this guy in, in the Japanese version fucking goosebumps all the way down to my fucking bones it was so fucking chilling and like to this day I'm like that is probably one of the best examples of how it's better in the Japanese version than the English I'm not knocking the English version but I, I got ruined by the fact that I saw the Japanese version first and yeah like I'm trying to find it but like uh, it's hard to find right now because of the MCA whatever rules that just got initiated uh-huh. but yeah dude it's fucking I'll show it to you guys after the show but yeah it's fucking great hmm. So, anyway. yeah, I, I don't think it'll ever be that level uh, here. And I I think that as more, I guess, quote-unquote legitimate actors start delving into the video game world, like video game voice acting, I think, has definitely come up a couple notches because of that. Oh, yeah, I mean... Because um, mm. they've been getting actual professional actors to be the Lord voices. Bailey, Travis Barker. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, Travis Barker. That guy, um, is it... Girlanco Esposito. Yeah, John Carlo. John Carlo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is a fucking great actor, and he's a great voice actor in that fucking game. I still like that whole like he was still playing off of what's his name from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Where's like where he's like because they did live action commercials for Far Cry Six with him. And he's like, going, what? I can be a funny guy. He's just laughing. <laughs> And he does the whole series, and like the whole light changes to the show. Yeah. Like, it's like acting. Was I acting? Or he's like I, acting. Or he's like, no, he just does it. And goes see. I can be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fucking great. Yeah. So, I mean, that's providing legitimacy to video game acting. And I think eventually that will make its way somewhat over to yeah, the anime yeah, yeah, version yeah, yeah. where then it, maybe... Well, yeah, we got some great anime voice actors nowadays. Like, so I'm... I'm, I'm especially because I grew up in the 90s watching anime. One of the worst examples I can ever find, or sorry, the best example of how bad English voice acting was back then was this old version of Devil May uh, Devil May Cry uh, D, uh, oh yeah, I can't remember Devil Man Devil Man Devil Man Baby yeah that, no that was the Netflix version which probably one of the best Netflix adaptations of a fucking source material out there mm. okay that's fucking great but this is one back in the early 90s and like <laughs> remember that video you showed us of the re-kid oh yeah <laughs> like seriously it, it was that high pitch of voice acting for this <laughs> demon like yeah, you've been pissing me off I'm done he <laughs> <laughs> shoved the remote up his ass at the same time yeah dude it was fucking it was oh it was bad and then 
again, look at the slime, My Hero Academia. That voice acting is fucking, fucking Oscar worthy compared to the fucking eighties. It was yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just started thinking about this. This is totally not related to anything. But what if what if we what if we made our own anime and it was like how I got reincarnated as a slime and then and then turned into a vending machine, but also had a harem at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like what if we just combined all the fucking weird things and all just made it its own anime? <laughs> like oh, I gotta find this. Make a Frankenstein uh, monster of like <laughs> of an- anime, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then mechs, somehow mechs are involved too. Like, you gotta have mechs in there. Yeah. Like, just do all the or, fucking stereotypes. Yeah. Make the vending machine, like, the vending machine turns into a <laughs> Okay, so if you guys ever get a, you guys gotta check out this shit. All right. It's fucking the anime ghost stories. All right. It is like Shinchan, where the company that picked it up didn't give a fuck about uh-huh. the English translation and did some of, do some of the shit that comes out of this shit from this English dub is fucking gold. Yeah. Like, the whole, uh, Shit, let's see if I can find a good clip of it. When it comes to citing sources, oh, fucking ads. Details matter. Fucking ads. You didn't log into your YouTube? Nope. <laughs> oh, come on. Wow, and it's another ad. It's an ad for the channel that it's on. All right. <laughs> Have you accepted Jesus as your virtual labor? <sighs> That's pretty funny. I don't care about your cat, he's probably dead. Like there's they, they say race that shit too. Like <laughs> like that I remember that one I always quote though. Like with the bunny, he was like, Oh the way he would his laugh <laughs> goes the way he would give me command, touch me. <laughs> the way he would wrap around me. Touch me harder. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, I just realized that we could never be together. Not because you're an animal and I'm a human, but because you're black. <laughs> this is an actual dub of an anime. Yeah, man. That's that's my that is my dream would be one day is to somehow like pay like a thousand dollars to get the English dub rights to some dumbass fucking anime that's like from the eighties that that they never were gonna do anything with, and then they just are like, yeah, do whatever you want. You you paid us a thousand dollars. This was making us zero. Now we're making we made a thousand dollars. We need that Afghan animation, like uh, oh yeah, like, yeah. like uh, that Chimpo Troopers, John, Chimpo, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Chimpo, Johnny Chimpo, the monkey or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's what we need to find, and then just fucking make a legitimate <laughs> dubbed version of it and make it like Shin Chan, and then go to Cartoon Network and be like, oh hey guys, check this out, and <laughs> <laughs> see if we get lucky. You know, I mean, that'd be awesome. Uh, that's on a side note. Did you ever see the sequel of what? Super Troopers? No, I did. I, 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 did. Didn't watch it. It was, I saw. It I was... just saw these clips. The shit they were doing. Like, he goes, Tara, did you realize how fast they were going there? He goes, what? He can't hear you. He's deaf. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Let me grab my. Let me grab my computer. He pulls out the things. He's blind. <laughs> <laughs> like, so one of them is blind. The other one is deaf. It's like, okay, that's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Okay. But um, let's get on a little bit more of these notes. One thing I wanted to bring up before we go. We'll save you for later because that shit was funny. I want to see it again. All right. So <coughs> after that, uh, one of the things I kind of want to put in together was um, uh, you guys have seen the Scott Pilgrim movie, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Did you ever read the Carmine book? I did. Um, I don't. I, I don't remember. Real, well, yeah. Just, yeah. Um, uh, from what I was told, I couldn't find evidence of it. But back in the 
it was him and a couple other artists got together and created some kind of weird movement where they were doing comic books but in the style of Japanese manga. Yeah. I forgot what the name of it's called. The the movement itself? Yeah, the art style, I mean. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I Yeah, okay. Continue. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, again, that's another thing how anime has influenced American pop culture because that might be the earliest one that was outside of an actual anime to be a, an influence on pop culture because... When that movie hit, everybody fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know how well received it was. It kind of bombed at the. Bo- I mean, it's a. It's a cult. I don't know. I loved it's a it. Cult, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about how it hit. is. How it is popularity wise, though. Oh yeah. Like now. Yeah. yeah like what was it like? What was that one movie that sucked that was considered to be the greatest thing ever? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things yeah, like yeah. that. Well, they they received a, a following. At, it bombed originally, and then later, tw- ten years later, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is Dude, everybody my, loves it. So my sister watched that movie, uh-huh. and she didn't understand it. I'm like, what's not to get? They just they said the plot of the movie in the first like. It's in the title of the movie. It's in the title. Well, I mean, even like the tra- maybe the trailer didn't do a good job because yeah. it's like it was already kind of. I don't know if it was jumbled, but it was obvious to me. That in order for him to be with Ramona Flowers... Yeah, he had to defeat the League of Evil Exes. That's, yeah, that's I it. don't know that's how it. you get any more complicated... Maybe there Literally, was just so much shit time, going on. Yeah. Every time a new boy ex-boyfriend comes up, it is explained yet again. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, that's I, true. What was it? How many, how many boyfriends did she have or exes? Six. And yeah, somebody posted a thing saying, watch, because I'm watching Scott program. That's funny. They thought six was an excessive amount of exes to have. <laughs> Maybe it was seven. I don't remember. It was they included like getting yeah. yeah. graves. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, but compared to it now, where like oh, you only had seven exes. Yeah, that's your body count. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are the ones that just fucking get, were crazy stalkers afterwards. Like it was. It's, 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 I wouldn't say that was all of them. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. But yeah. Um. So going out of art, now I want to go into the financial parts of how it's influenced it, mm-hmm. and I would say through streaming services. Crunchyroll, Funimation, and Netflix. Yeah. Crunchyroll is probably the more widely used of the three in the world, I mean, uh-huh. in the sense of you active, actual active users. Yes. But actual subscriber count would be Netflix. Well, yeah. But how many people actually watch Netflix when they have it? How many people watch, watch Netflix for anime? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's yeah. probably even less. So I was saying, like, Country, anime was so good that it turned Crunchyroll a fucking pirating site into a legitimate site. Well, yeah, they bought it. Like, yeah. <laughs> they fuck Funimation bought it. No, I'm just saying, in, even before Funimation bought it. Right, well, they were, they were allowed to then license dubs. They were like, man, this is so fucking good, and nobody has... We, well, no, we don't want to make our own fucking thing. Way. They started off just only doing the subs. Remember yeah, there was, it was Crunchyroll? Yeah. Remember it was Crunchyroll, and it was separated into um, anime... And dramas, right? Yeah, yeah. You can see the like the Korean or the Japanese like the dramas and shit. And then they got rid of that because they realized there was no money in that. But I'm just saying, like, you were able to turn something illegitimate into a legitimate site, which then got bought by Funimation, which made it even more legitimate. Which, let's be honest, Funimation will probably be bought by Netflix by the end of the year, if not already. Yeah. So I just think that was something cool that uh, or Disney. And so probably one of the biggest things that anime has done to influence pop culture would probably be conventions huh. including the biggest one out there in America would be Anime Expo here in Los Angeles yeah but there's a lot of one of the ones like uh, Yumakan and Anime Matsui so I don't know that's what do you guys thoughts on that well yeah I mean it's crazy to think that something that started off as uh, 
you know, uh, things that you would watch at home on fucking uh, a Adult Swim or even like if you had access to the internet to see these uh, these animes on like Crunchyroll or whatever, yeah, yeah. like just to have that just be a thing and then to create an entire fan base or have a whole fucking venue filled out with just rabid fans of diff- like across different animes for the voice actors to be treated like celebrities for like the creators of or, like the what do they call them? Studios like the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. the developers of like the, yeah. the studios like to be recognized uh, by those like rabid fans and shit like that's that's I don't know man that's it's pretty wild it's like mm-hmm. the same thing with comic books uh, I know it's yeah. like tangentially related but I don't think anybody could like uh, ever planned for uh, conventions or expos to happen for anime like to to have it hit such a degree that the fan base needed somewhere yeah. somewhere to congregate. Was, well, that's cool. And what's crazy too is one of the things in, in my research for some other things is it's it's not just here, it's worldwide. It's there are anime it's conventions. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, it's literally there are conventions throughout the entire world that are just fucking I mean they're huge some of them are huge, some of them are not, but <coughs> Regardless, it is a it is a worldwide phenomenon. It's not just related to the U.S. or to English speaking countries. There are dubs of animes that go that are in Spanish, that are in fucking every whatever other language that could be out there. German, fucking whatever, and every kind of country has its own somewhat following of you know people who are down with the anime. And it's it's funny because the normie like the pirate or country bay thing, the normie version of that would be like the pirate bay being allowed to actually legitimately charge subscriptions and stream stream people and then hbo buys it and then uses the pirate bay to distribute all of their fucking yeah versions of whatever their shows are yeah. you know that that's like fucking ridiculous to think about that if, if it would never happen that way but then with this it, it went down this way so that's where it's it's interesting to see how financially they look at oh just the american market and the distribution of anime Oh, good. Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just to say, like, when they, you know, when they look at and say, okay, they they license in the licensing, they license it by region, too. Like, it's not just, okay, you have the world, this one company gets the worldwide rights to our anime. No, no, no. You get the English rights to North America. All right, but if you want to, if you want to send out an English version in Europe, well, somebody else has that. Sorry, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta talk to them. Or if you want the fucking German version, well, some fucking company in Germany has it. Or if you want the Latin American or the Spanish version, well, some, some South American country fucking has it probably. Um, but, it's just weird how they how they do that and if you you know i know that those deals exist like in regular movies that they have distribution deals that are regionally or whatever you know some of them are worldwide deals but for the majority anime seems like it's it's very region specific when it comes to the licensing of it yeah and i don't know that's just interesting to me that that they do it that way and beyond the uh because I think we talked briefly about fashion but man there's people that really adapt their like their lifestyle to the their own physical appearance like they want to look like anime like the, so they, the, the, like the Sharingan fucking contact lenses the, you know something like that or even um, you know basing their attire off of like an anime character not cosplay itself but like well, yeah I was like, saying in my research I if you go on TikTok and look up anime anime fashion shit yeah. you're just gonna run into a shit ton of videos of people making 
oh, how I do Deku in real life, how I do Ichigo in real life, and like, it's a huge part of the culture, man. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. There's the, you know there's the people taking influence from like the the fashion of anime itself, yeah. like integrating it to their own life because they they I don't know what it is like it, it's it makes them feel cute or whatever it might be. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's also like the aspect of the characters of different animes themselves that people feel inspired or uh, like there's so, there's there's something about them that they can turn to kind of. I don't want to say they're like Jesus figure like, but yeah, yeah. but there's aspects. That's pretty much how they are. Yeah, th- there's there a- there's aspects of characters that people like really enjoy, like the never give up attitude of like fucking Goku or whatever. <sighs> that right. it's like, oh, that's me. Like <laughs> people <laughs> like like oh, you know that's that's me. yeah the, me, the me yeah. Saw this meme I sent it to Josh where it's yeah. the relationship between mothers between uh, mothers and daughters and fathers and sons, and it's the mother and daughter goes. Look, mom, like she has her hair all curled out. I'm Barbie. Yes, sweetie, you're Barbie. And goes to the dad. Hey, dad, I'm Vegeta. Dad, no, you're not. I'm Vegeta. <laughs> uh, also, I mean, if we get down to the aspect of like uh, cosplay, obviously, people just love seeing their characters like fully realized in real life. And yeah. like people will pay for those portraits or whatever, like. Take so photos with cosplayers and shit. with with cosplayers because their their cosplay well, is look at like fucking cosplayers that gotten famous like Jessica and Gary yeah fucking uh, Ivy Doom Kitty and all of them yeah uh, so dude there's even some that are not I like not that I'm into that community because I don't really know a lot of them other than like those big names but I mean like I was looking at some of the anime conventions and it's like oh they're advertising fucking uh, cosplayers or whatever that are like their special guests and these are motherfuckers that I have never heard of I looked them up they don't really have that many followers but you're just like oh shit like this is someone who th- at least this convention or whatever recognizes as being someone that oh they want to have as a guest and it's yeah. like you know that's still that's kind of cool it, yeah it is and it, it kind of uh, like validates the art form itself yeah. to say that these people are putting an obscene amount of time into their costumes like to sew their own shit to oh, yeah. to get their character down I mean I've seen people do the uh, the lead female on Spy Cross Family or whatever uh-huh. or, or Spy X Family yeah your Spy Family yeah uh, the X is usually signed like in Hunter Hunter it's not Hunter X Hunter it's just Hunter Hunter Okay, so, so I always just call it Spy Family. Spy Family, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, like to see people do that is—it's uh, certainly cool. I mean, not, it's not like my thing, but just just yeah. to speak to the influence of anime that people were so passionate about the characters that they want to realize them in real life is uh, is it's pretty cool. Yeah. Not so definitely. I don't I don't know how, I, I don't know what you, if you guys have uh, anything else to add. No, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, I do. I do want to. Uh, <laughs> Here comes the story. Say, yeah. This is this like a little quick one. So, uh, about how negatively <laughs> accepted anime is, I guess, or it was uh, back in the day when I was when I was going to pig school. There was this guy that came in and he was talking about this fucking. He they were doing like the sex crimes or whatever thing, and that was like what the block was. And and he literally was like, you want to know. The one thing that I always fucking knew whenever there was someone who was accused of being a child molester, you want to know how I knew? They watched anime. He's like, they had something anime related. And then he was like, anybody in this room like anime? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, hmm, let me just sit on my hands real quick. Just, I don't want to get, get fucking called out for this thing because uh, this is not going to end well. And I'm like, dude, obviously there's no fucking way. But like, that's how negatively 
associated this guy as, like has with anime of being <laughs> something that oh if you like anime then you must be a child molester yeah like I was like or or a rapist or whatever it was like something on the equivalent lines of that like oh he's like anybody anytime I saw that they had some anime shit when we would go do a search warrant I knew 100% that they were guilty and I was like damn that's fucked up because like you don't you don't fucking know just because somebody likes anime doesn't mean they're fucking children or being a rapist like yeah how does that not everybody with the mustache is a pedophile yeah right but everyone that's a pedophile has a mustache <laughs> Right, it's that, it's that, it is that thing. So I, I don't think you can immediately say that. It's oh yeah, it's the people that have feet, like have the girl statues and shit, and have like they aren't ashamed to put like have naked girls in their rooms and shit on their cars and shit. <laughs> yeah. Those are the ones that are fucking. You gotta keep an eye out. Those are sus. <laughs> They're sus for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like you remember that car we went into over there, where oh. it had, was just covered in naked, half naked girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Animes. Okay, here's another way that anime has been influ- uh, influenced mainstream culture. The car sticker shit, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, I I've never seen the end of it. Like you'll drive around, you know, here in California, a number of people just have like waifu stickers oh, all man. over their yeah. car. It's yeah. the whole waifu thing is like it's creepy to me too. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's my waifu, man. Yeah, like I get it, man. You, you, I, okay, I get it. Yeah, you get no, you get no play. <laughs> there's there's okay. There's this company. They primarily deal with, uh, like, arcade sticks, like, uh-huh. for, you know, for fighting games and shit. Mm-hmm. They have, so they're called Arcade Shock, and they have an actual vehicle that the the uh, car is part of, like, the company, right? Yeah, it's like their it's PR car. It's all fucking, du- it's all decked out in, like, anime girl shit, dude. It, it, oh, is, it is wild, man. Like, I don't know if, I mean, working for that company would be kind of cool, because, like, I like arcade sticks just, just from, like, an aesthetic type of thing. Yeah. But to drive in the waifu mobile, dude, like, man. <laughs> is that what it's called? Do they call no, it the they don't call it the waifu mobile, but I'm just right, saying, like. That's like, what we call it. I'm yeah. saying right now, if we ever get, like, a company vehicle. Yeah. And it's gonna be the anime one. It needs to be called the waifu mobile, and it just needs to be decked out to the waifu mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we go to a convention, to the waifu mobile, yeah. and then like the camera will pan over to the camera to the car. Ten seconds. Pan over back to the person. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> It'll just be like a shitty like 1985 Honda Civic. It'll be a Ford Pinto decked <laughs> yeah. out in anime stickers. An anime waifu sticker. Yeah. But, all right. Oh, I don't man. think we can top this, so we got to we <laughs> no, got to we got to end it now. This is it. Yeah, we got to end on a high note. Anyway, Frank, did you have a no? You know, an outro. No. Oh, all right. Well, anyways, so yeah, so that's that's the end of the episode. And uh, don't be a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, don't be a pedophile. And uh, if you are, stop watching fucking anime <laughs> or get rid of that shit because we don't want it. It's we don't the want devil's it. work. It is the devil's work. Oh, God, do you even